and hoops, Lamont swoops back alley cats, the back door cuts with alley oops, posting up, you on block on Mike and Booth, and kick it out to one who likes to shoot, oh yeah, said we merging them, got 50 with a surgeon, and some throwbacks like Snoop Dogg, with Magic Irvin's, and some more in like Master P and Dr. Irvin, playing on how about maybe a little Wayne, speaking on bird back then, bars and hoops y'all, we hitting up all courts, but now with the sports talk, next we talk all sports, back to it. Got Jada and Jamal Croft, haters get crossed out, crossed up across all actual facts, points of view that you've never seen from your favorite artists like talking about Devil Green or Gerald Wallace, whoever's on your favorite team, L I mean on the verse and still be great on the name for being H. Drake's opinion on spates, one synopsis of Blake, tip on Horford's fate, the fact you giving them straight, the truth they shitting on tape, who sports make for a take, so true or you can debate on who you really done rate, come through it really be great, the true the fact like a state, A.A.M. or Prime 8, please remember, bars and hoops, the center of the hood, make it part of your agenda. What up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and Hoops steals the great. Zai Flair. Yo, yo. Episode 56. You know, today's episode is a special episode. You know, to the left of me, my homie. Knew him for many years. You know, he's a columnist, journalist, sports fanatic, you know, baseball coach. <laughs> been around the world, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, Benny Hats. One of the founders of The Fanalist. If you guys don't know about it, Mo Gamble. You know what I mean? Welcome. And today's special guest is, um, you know, boxer, up and coming, you know, trainer, mar mixed martial arts, kickboxer, you know, Desmond Ware, <laughs> man. Trainer. Appreciate you coming in, man. Yeah, thank you, you know thank what I mean? Definitely. Appreciate it, definitely. Word, man. So, um, you know, before we start, man, you know, when did you start boxing and when did you start training? Like, MMA? It's kind of funny. Um, I'm gonna say when I started turning 21, like I, my mental career is, is a personal trainer, but I wanted to, I always had interest in martial arts. And like where we from, I'm from South Jamaica, Queens, so I grew up in the South money. side, Rock we outside. outside. <laughs> so, you know, you know, I grew up like in a single family home, my mother raised me. So my mother never had any money, you know, she put me in karate. The first place I went to when I was nine was Tiger Showman. And I took a liking to it, man. They always used to force me into basketball, football. I'm like, yo, I don't want to play no ball sports. I get beat by girls. All this time, basketball. I was like, yo, I'm going to fight. Like, you know, like, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm watching, I'm watching like, things on TV. I'm playing Tekken on PlayStation and all that stuff. Yeah. And my mother put me in Tiger Showman. She tried me in a trial. But me, I'm like, I'm liking this. You know, like, I'm liking, I'm liking the trial. But then my mother's like, you know, there's something for you to do. And, you know, she couldn't continue it because I didn't have no money. So, it's pretty tough. Key. So, you know, you're from the hood, the poor man's sports. <laughs> the poor man's sports is boxing, basketball, football, baseball, uh, but, yeah. you know, those are the sports that you have when you, when you have more money. Yeah. So, I was yeah. like this. I don't want to do this. My mother's like, well, I'm going to take you to 231. I'm 10 years old. She's like, I'm going to go to 231. Why don't yeah. you play soccer? I'm with all these Hispanic kids. No, no disrespect to them, but, you know, that's yeah. their that's thing that's in America. Black, you from New York. So yeah. she's like, oh, I just took you there for something to do. I just want you to be in the house. Like, oh, I'd rather be outside with my friends, just yeah. running the park, getting in trouble, you know, in Rochdale, get yeah. up for security yeah. and everything. Yeah. You know, she's like, no, nah, I don't want you to do that. You know, and then as time goes on, you know, got sedentary, but I started like a weight trainer. You know, I was around my uncle, played football. He, he went to Jack. You know, he's only four years older than me, but I still, yeah. that was kind Shout of. Shout out to Jackson, by yes, the way. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Notorious <laughs> Jack. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, like, I, I used to play, um, 
you know, I see him lift anything. He had this little bar downstairs, little bar. You know, you don't even know, uh, you know, they got the little. You don't know what weight on it. You just the want to know you can pick it up. So yeah, yeah. I used to go down to the basement. I used to eat my little hero. You know, I was a fat kid back then. So I used to go. Tell now. Definitely. Definitely. So I had like um. So you know, I get my little hero, my little two fifty cent soda, little, you know, little strawberry roll. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. fat kid stuff. Yeah. stuff. So, so basically, your mom's put you in the boxing at a young age. No, she didn't put me in the boxing. It was it was uh, karate. Karate. I got okay. into I got into I got into martial arts. Um, first school I went to was Long Limj, and before I got that, I was I started my my um, continued my career in personal training. I started on Jamaica Avenue Ballet, Jamaica Avenue. Okay. Back in like 2006. Okay. Um, then after then, um, you know, I left Bally's. And then I became a residential mental health worker for St. Christopher Ottawa. Okay. Um, SEO Family Service on 148 Hillside. So I was still training people on the side. Like, once you're a personal trainer, you're always a personal trainer. Gotcha. You're always trying to get business. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was doing that, I was um, uh, basically um, trying to work my way back in the hand. I didn't like working as a mental health worker. They taught us some things like, you know, how to take down, like, you know, hip to hip, take the arm, take the guy down. Most of the time we took the hip off and just boom, whatever, right? So yeah, I guess you, you could equate that to some MMA work, like, you know, <laughs> take somebody down. You deal with the mental patients, you know, they got uh-huh. that special type of strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if they bite you, they grab, pinch the nose. I've seen it. Time, you know, they like, break your jaw. They, I've they seen that. They shoot dead arms, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've like, seen it. And it's been situations where, like, um, I had to take that one resident, like, and, you know, I was going to school back then as well. I was going to college. I went, you know, a little bit, a few classes. Mm-hmm. And um, one resident was wild. Well, you know, I, I cut class one day. You know, I was playing basketball. I, I'm not a good basketball player. I just played because I just wanted to play with, play with people from the gym that I used to yeah. work with. And I went for a layup and landed and fractured my wrist. Okay. So my hand is all wrapped. The hairline fracture. Mm-hmm. This resident is wilding out. He's, he's trying to attack another resident. He takes his watch. He punched. He punches my coworker in the face. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what happened because yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, not going to put stuff yeah, out there. Yeah, but yeah, something yeah. happened, something happened, and something happened. Yeah. And um, I ended up having a restraint. So okay. I took him in one hand, put his hand behind the back, and threw him and took him down and mm-hmm. wait for everybody to get there. Mm-hmm. So after that day, I was like, yo, I'm. I'm out of here, bro. Okay. I left that job. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The job ain't for me. I got other things yeah. on my mind. And then mind. I did some, um, you know, TV, TV work back. I did some. I used to be with Actors Rep. Like I used to do like background work and stuff like that. Make money. Yeah. You know, that's when I got out of high school. Background work. I did a lot of. I did a lot of stuff. I'm not gonna sit here all day yeah, and talk about all the all the yeah. professions yeah. I had, but I'm talking the main one. Yeah. So um, I did that to make some money until I started working at New York Sports Club on 59th and Park, okay. which was a crazy experience because. Um, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. Or yeah, Instagram. yeah. I, man, all your every every video I see is just strictly like you in the ring sparring. sparring yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, yo, when do you rest? You know what I'm saying? Every I, video I, I see you <laughs> sparring with somebody, it could be one in the morning. I'm like, yo, you still boxing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Hard working man. Yeah, yeah. Man, I see. Wow. I see. No, nah, but um, so I met um my kickboxing coach, ironically, um, Peter Calgary. Okay. Um, Peter Kaljevic has about, he fought in pro boxing, MMA, Sancho, karate, he fought in <laughs> MMA, IFL, Wow. he fought um, WKO, WKA, he fought in a bunch of, he has 608 professional fights. 608? Yeah. Jesus. Boy, so, how old is he? He's, his age, 48. 
So, <laughs> so, so the money wasn't, so, yeah, so the money was there. So, you know, I'm training people in Central Park doing my thing, right? And um, so, so basically I went in there and remember this, this dude, um, it was Kasim somebody. Real nice guy, real nice guy. He trained a lot of fighters. Mm -hmm. And there was also um, MMA guys that were training. They had pro boxing in the back. Mm -hmm. And they had a pro wrestling ring in the back, excuse me. And then they had the MMA here, and then they had um, the boxers here. Yeah. So, but I wanted to run a box, so I went there and trained for a few weeks. And it's so funny, I still ended up gravitating towards the MMA guys because I was the only box guy that was really trying to run a box that still was rolling with them. So, um, long story short, Grappling with the guy, dislocate my shoulder. Mm. So I dislocate my shoulder, stopped training there. Mm. Put you in the move or something? <laughs> nah, it was just, nah, it was like, it was, it was, it was from a guard pass and it was, um, he got me an arm by my shoulder or something. Okay. It just, it just okay. Like, even, even we thumped that like this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've experienced that, so I know how that it's, feels. It's painful. Yes. So, boy, you know, I dislocated my elbow, I fell from the rim. <laughs> I came right out of place. Word, hell yeah. So, so basically, like, um, I was, um, that happened, and I went to rehab, like, just went to shoulder rehab, mm -hmm. and I met, um, like, quick physical therapy, I met this coach that Peter knows, okay. now, I didn't know this dude, I'm not gonna put his name on there, that's not what I do, but, um, he was a karate guy that was faking being a boxing coach. Wow. It's so, a lot of that in that world. I heard wow. when dudes open up schools, yeah. dudes would go and check the dude, like, yo, who, what's your credentials, like, yeah. Well, how, how did you get to open this spot up? Like, yo, dudes be really on people like that. Dragonfly Jones is out here, man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a Dragonfly Jones out here, man. I, that's why I take the approach yeah. I take now because me, I'm gonna tell you what happened, so. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Charlton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the alert. Word. Yeah, that's Money. crazy. Money. Word. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I'm not gonna say the gym, you know, I was training that back then, you know, out of, you know, out of respect for them. Nothing against the gym, it's just that, you know, a lot of independence going there. Yeah. And he brought me there, you know, I'm listening to this guy. Any motherfucker with glasses could see two my numbers. Yeah, it's all good. All right, cool. yeah, Any motherfucker with glasses cool. on and a fucking towel would show him calling himself a coach. So I'm yeah. leaving there. I'm young and impressionable. I'm about 23, 24. Yeah. And I'm sparring guys off of natural ability. Like, you know, I'm totally fucking jabbing in jiu-jitsu. I'm hand fighting these guys and yeah. throwing whatever I think I know because I can't kick. Yeah. And I'm tagging guys, but then I realize, okay, some of these guys can't fight. Some of these guys MMA guys. He's training the same guys. Yeah. So he puts me in a guy that has 20 years experience and fucking same thing. I'm getting tagged. Bop, 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 bop. Guys like this fucking tall. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, I'm getting fucking hit. This guy's not telling me nothing. Uh-huh. And I throw a right hand shoulder. What do you mean? He wasn't telling you anything. He wasn't telling me how to adjust. Like, he wasn't oh, teaching yeah. me shit. Oh, so nothing. I didn't have nothing okay. to go okay. off. Okay. Nothing. Okay. So okay. I threw a right hand shoulder so okay again. Uh, I fractured the head, I, I fractured the head here, you know, um, the head, you, head, you head, had, just, um, I fractured yeah. head, I fractured head You damaged your rotator cuff? No, my rotator cuff is strong. Okay. So, having that back to me, and I did real intense those three I mean, I'm mm -hmm. fucking discouraged, I'm like, I fucking tired, because I'm forming, um, nothing I just tell you, I'm forming EMT as well. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I don't know how to sling. So, I took my boxing wraps so off, wrapped it around my hand, Sling myself here, tied it here. Yeah. I had to go to the ATM machine, slit sling. We we're on 20, what, 26th Street back then. Uh -huh. And I had to go to the ATM, pay this dude this money. He didn't what? even take me to Bellevue Hospital. He Nothing? Me oh, you still paid this guy? Wow. It is, you know I me, mean? I like, Good guy. I like doing that. Let me ask you, um, yes. those, those gems, 
Do they offer insurance for for the stuff that y'all doing in there? Like, for instance, you, you got hurt. Yeah. yeah. No. No fight. Wow. Oh. So that's that's on you, pretty much. That's on you. Because remember, you take a risk when you step in and take a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. you get a concussion or you get knocked out in sparring. That's crazy. That's just that's up to you. Go to hospital. You better have health insurance. Yeah, but, that's crazy. Um, it's crazy though because when I went to ATM, you know, okay, a little bullshit, fifty dollars, whatever. Yeah. Never mess with him again. He got hit by a car next week. Wow. But see how calm work. God. See how I see how calm it work. Yeah. You know? I'm talking about yeah. take that back. I'm talking about like, like, yeah. <laughs> he, got, he got hit bad. Like he went he went he went in the air. Oh, he did a couple of flips. Like his scalp was peeled back. Boy. And you know, I seen him in and and I was discouraged. I'm going to rehab. I'm like, this is fucked up. You know, and you never confident when you have an injury like that. You don't trust your body. And I'm, I'm going to rehab, like 24 years old. It's like, hell no, I'm going to do this shit again. You know, tag, confidence not there. I'm not a naturally confident person. Mm-hmm. And I'm done rehab. And um, the company that I work for right now, I'm not going to say the name, mm-hmm. um, that did corporate wellness, but um, I met someone in the company who um, husband is a, is a boxing coach. Okay. okay. And, um, you know, she she just tested my knowledge. I said, no, she said, you, you, you know some stuff. We're just talking about just the boxing world. We're talking about fights and stuff. Yeah. And this is and this is me just getting a job. And she's like, oh, you know, I don't say anybody to my husband, but I'm gonna say you to my husband. Wow. And a good I said, okay, little best stopper, Halsey Street. Mm-hmm. And I said, what's the fucking worst that can happen? Yeah. Shoulder came out fractured, everything. I'm yeah. fully rehab, I'm strong here. Yeah. Took me from zero. That little video you see me, the old man in the basement. Yeah. I said, I'm south to keep rushing. Negative zero. And I told him, first thing I came to the door, I said, at 25 years old, Martin Luther King Day, 2013. I said, start me from zero. It's no ego. I don't know yeah. shit. I don't yeah, know yeah. shit. You don't know Teach me. Don't know. Yeah. You know, my coach is in the 60s, and he said, "Okay, that's fine. Cool. Feet first. Well, you got okay. You're moving your feet well. Okay, you're picking up. Basic hands. So after a month and a half of training, mm-hmm. my fundamentals is not all fully grounded yet. I went back to my old coach that I used to train with and sparred all his guys and fucked them up. Wow. Wow. Black eyes. See how, <laughs> See how that works. <laughs> See how that works. You got a little bit like, of you got a little bit of edge on you like too. Karate man. flick scene. For real. Go to the master and come back and whip everybody. For real. Let me tell you what happened was hilarious because this was at um, <laughs> ring, ring. And people scared to be like, Yo, how you gonna say that? Yeah, that fucked them up. But, um, <laughs> so this was when Randy Couture had a gym in Star. Randy Couture. It was a stream Couture story. He had a little gym back there, but but, but independent still go to end and work. Yeah, you know? yeah. Not going to see the coach name. Yeah, so I um, No name dropping. So <laughs> I um so I witnessed dude, and this was the same coach too. How bad he was too. Like even after we trained, before I even got hurt, like <laughs> right to smoke weed and all this stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. like kid, try to be fucking compete. Like he said, oh, he gonna bother you. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm good. And that was another red flag. Mm-hmm. So I beat up all those guys. I went back to my car. Mm-hmm. So I got back at my, um, I had a Cressida back there. Mm-hmm. And, you said Cressida? 
Yeah. Shout out to the press. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Was it white? No disrespect to the West Indian. No disrespect to the West Indian. It's a little inside joke. My friends are still with the yard. You know what I mean? I get jokes with my family from the South, and I've had every West Indian car known to man. Max from the Supra. Got a Volvo now. People are Haitian. Hey, man. So good. You're getting around. Exactly. They're getting around. And they all ask. Tap out. Man. Whatever, whatever gets you from A to B, man. You good. It definitely does. Good. So I was um so when I went to um got back in my car, this is like 9:30 at night. I still got train clients and more and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, kid, yo, yo, I was getting everybody knows in the gym. I'm getting still black guy, got got you know, and yeah. until he um my, my coach father, second generation, he used to uh, his father used to train this fighter called Bob Starlings back in the day. His name was uh, his father was Master Dapper, the old Gleasons. Gleasons used to be my Master wow. Square Guard. Shout out to Gleasons, Jim. Yeah, like back in Master yeah. Square Guard. So yeah. you know he used to know Ali and he trained Bob Starling for uh, okay. the Ernie Shavers fight. So he beat Ernie Shavers. Shavers. He took, wow. He, 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 Shavers put him oh. put Starling put Bob Starling on the ground a couple of times, but yeah. he won though. Okay. Um, and so it was a lot of knowledge. He was like, yeah, I told you, man, just, you know, believe yourself. And that confidence and that reassurance that he gave me from his knowledge, it wasn't because he could talk a big game or anything like that. It was just pure knowledge. He said, go there and do this. When they bump forward, put that jab in their face, step aside, right hand, boom. And it was the same thing. Measure, measure, bang. Measure, measure, bang. It was like, now it was like, throughout the years, um, he never went to me in a gym for sparring. Mm. Never worked for another gym. I'm always able to always hold my own. And I'm not bragging myself, mm -hmm. but um, taught you well. The yeah. knowledge, the knowledge yeah. always stuck with me, even in my own me training people and understanding like right from wrong, even down to focus mix, even things that I see as a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I'm trying to bring boxing knowledge back to fitness. I don't have the most amount of points. I got two losses, not because I got beat up. You know, I just. I had a fight with no corner the first one, the higher well, weight. And, and this is this is on a professional level or no, amateur? Amateur, 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 okay. amateur, which, amateur, amateur. Okay, okay. But, you know, it, it was, you know, it was definitely a learning experience, but it gave me enough knowledge where I didn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. I lost my first fight being gassed. Where it felt yourself. No, not even that. I didn't even get hurt. It was just like, I got a grizzly right. shot, and right. I'm just right. like this. Right. And I know the ref. And I know the ref. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm not gonna drop again, but I know the ref. Uh, and this ref is always super conservative because it was an amateur fight he had with dudes met him outside with a knife. Wow. Because they boy lost the yeah. fight. He called it off, and the ref came to me that I knew. And I had a good relationship from, um, you know, one of the refs. He used to work at Kingsway yeah. over there. Um, shout out to Miss King. Um, and, you know, he was like, look, you look dead tired. Anybody got to say, you got everybody in the is like, you know, shit. Shit talking to me. Yeah. And that's how I met Eric Kelly. Um, that basement I'm in, that's his father's building. Gotcha. Okay. So that's how I met Eric Kelly. And I said, oh yeah, you know Gabe. Like, you know, he's like, yeah, man, this is this and this. And you gotta have thick skin to be around a lot of fighters. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they'll talk shit, he's like, he like, you know, with him, you know, the eyes like that. He's like, hey, yeah. what the fuck you doing? Eat like this. I'm like, yo, I'm six pounds on the weight, man. I'm fighting at 178, I'm 171. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, yeah, my coach never told me to eat too. He said, yeah, well, this is a new era. He said, yeah, we used to win too. I said, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so when that happened, the fight ended, he was like, yo, you did good, like this and that, but you got a girlfriend. I said, how y'all know? I can tell you for in the ring. And I learned how coaches, wow. and I did. That's crazy. And I did. Oh, and yeah. Then, um, 
you ain't really supposed to bust no ass or nothing while you train. No, what it was, it wasn't even that. I oh. got, I got, I, I, I've been going through problems for three to four weeks while training. You wasn't totally focused. I wasn't focused. So when I came to the gym, oh, you was, I, I had to sit down. Oh, you was arguing. Yeah. I, we had a, it was a that, falling out that that the gym. Wow. Yeah. I left our house. Well. I left our house. 174. And this is how water works. Everything. Something she calls, not me. And water works. Try this and this and this. And. I'm so drained and stressed from it. I left my house 174. This is in July from New York's Boston Club in 215. I got back and got on a scale for the wings. You gotta take your clothes off. Yeah. Um, because I gotta buy the first week, so this week we got fight. I was at 171. I lost three pounds just going to Gleason's gym wow. on High Street. Wow. By High Street. And I was like, holy shit, I'm drinking Gatorade, I'm trying to just you know, vent. And I got a ring, and that's how they knew. They knew they said. Yeah, you, you wasn't ready. Oh Your mom wasn't ready. So I start learning. I start learning, you know, different things about coaches and, and veterans, man. I'm just trying to work. I'm trying to represent the personal trainers. Nah, that's what's up. They don't respect us. So now, now let's you know dig a little deeper. Sure, sure. All right. So now that you you clearly have a broad background in mixed martial arts and boxing, kickboxing, yeah. kickboxing. Yeah. Which one do you prefer the most? Like, which one do you prefer? Which one is your baby, the one that you like the most? Since kickboxing, you know I'm always going to go with boxing. I'm always going to have boxing bias because even um, the second fight I had in September, which was, um, I, I took it on three-week three week notice. When I jumped to 185, I started the guy going to 180. He's coming up to 225. So, what? yeah, but I mean, you know, like I said, Peter. How do you lose all of that weight? I that weight? Yeah, like 225 to 185? Yeah, like he was like 220. Yeah. He was 6'6". So his body was... Part of his height. Yeah, so, he's, so he, he was really in shape. I mean, probably got, you know, he'd been training. So, wow. You know, but it's, you know, it's not as far as people think. Some people drain weight the day before. You know, I mean, I never I battled. learn that. I never battled weight. I was 70. Actually, I get down <laughs> to 20. You know what I'm One day. One day. <laughs> so kickboxing to me, I don't like amateur boxing because... It's not about effective punches, ring general shit, or if you hurt the guy or anything like that. It's all about touching with the white of the glove, scoring, fast pace. Kickboxing is, if you fight Muay Thai, K1, they treat amateur kickboxing close, closer to like pro, not so much, but because of the minutes, but effective kicks, effective punches, mm -hmm. and they score. I got I got knocked down with a leg kick, I got back up, you gave me the count, I kept going, and I hurt the guy, and, mm -hmm. and back and forth. Mm -hmm. So. Amateur boxing, you get grades like this sometimes, it's like this. Or you just look, or you do, I did this by accident my first fight, and that's how I got caught off. I went, and he thought I was too tired. And I'm like, yo, yo, I'm not hurt, I'm not hurt. Oh, wow. So that's why, that's why with me it was a little discouraging. But okay. the second fight, I prefer boxing because one, leg kicks. Yeah. I can take leg kicks, but <laughs> they don't never feel good. I don't care what you do. <laughs> Bow! And you're like, mm. <laughs> like you know, but boxing is, you got styles in boxing, you know, like, um, it just, it's just diverse. Every body type, you got a style, like, it's just, it's more diverse than kickboxing. Yeah. You know, you got styles in kickboxing, but boxing, you got swarm, a boxer puncher, outboxer, um, counter puncher, you, you, you have, you know, different styles. The history is bigger. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's more swag in boxing, too, yeah. like, you can, you don't have to worry about something like I did, did an MMA sparring on um, Friday. MMA is, MMA is different. 
because this dude's preparing for a fight that I was training with. You got to worry about punches, kicks, yeah. takedowns, and yeah. then when you get taken down, uh-huh. you got to know how to pull guard or control the dude, and then either work your way off the back, work your feet. If you're striking, get back on your feet. If you're a grappler, try to finish off with whatever submission, you know, leg yeah. block or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the energy usage is different. Yeah. You know, um, kickboxing, they all feel different, but boxing to me is, so is, boxing is, is, your thing. is my thing, 100%. And you mentioned styles and everything that you got to adjust to in boxing, so I'm going to just run a few sure. names off you, get your thoughts on them. Okay. First, what's your thoughts on Floyd, Floyd Mayweather Jr.? I mean, legend. I mean, honestly, he brought, he made technical boxing. Um, like he put swag on, on technical boxing. He put, he put, he he made it look cool to, you know, to parry and slip punches. Mm-hmm. He made it, he made it cool. Hey, not take punishment. This shit you see in Rocky is not what you do. You're not gonna be able to count your money. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Who the fuck wanna sit here and take punishment all day? Yeah. You see, I'm gonna put it like this, and people ask me all the time. I said, Rocky was a real fighter, he'd be a fucking bum. He'd be a bum. a pro, he'd be a bum because <laughs> he'll be stopped in every fight. Yeah. All that. You know, and, and they see today, like, they, they and he showed, like how I like Hoist Gracie from MMA. Yeah. On a 70 pound dude that's skinny, frail as me, and beating big guys like Ken Shamrock, choking guys out, and, yeah. and uh, Kimo, and all those guys, right? Yeah. And, you know, you show that with technique you can over you, you can over, you can get past power, speed, and natural athletic ability. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather uses brain. He's like I don't like comparing eras, right? So you know how Ali was in the era of the civil rights movement, all things going on in Black America back then. Yeah. He was that icon. But Floyd Mayweather, see, I don't care what people say, he's an icon for my generation. My generation, Generation Y, from 1977, his age, to 94, the most entrepreneurial generation Mm -hmm. in history Mm -hmm. right now. So he represents what we're going through. We don't have jobs. We got to make our own shit. And when he was with Bob Arum, he showed us, like, yo, if you believe in yourself, you know how to play the game, you can go work for yourself, you don't answer to nobody. He never had a sponsorship. Mm -hmm. All these fighters have sponsorships, so I can't take away from Floyd Mayweather Jr. And in, in other terms, like, you know, um, like I said, I used to be a cash boxer. My knowledge got better. I had appreciation for him able to closer he got to retirement. Yeah. I used to be one of the casuals. Shit, I, I wanted De La Hoya to beat him. Mm. Only reason why I wanted De La Hoya to beat him because I always had to think about it. I, I, you know, you always want the underdog to win. I thought, I always felt De La Hoya was underdog from a technical ability. I mean, I, 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 I don't care. Like whipped him out the whole camp. It was Take close. It was close. You know, and I'll give I'll give De La Hoya, you know, credit for you know he has some rotated cup yeah, issues. A lot of fighters come injured though, but that's that's every fight. That's boxing, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. You so, chose to sign that contract, yeah. Yeah. but you yeah. know what? I'm not gonna get you know. I'm not gonna say he he can't go swimming because see the thing about a lot of casual fans don't realize like that all that pushing the action. That aggressiveness, if the aggressiveness is not effective, and you're hitting gloves and arms and missing, and this guy catch you with a right hand every time you throw 20 punches, yes. catch you with one. Mayweather was winning exchanges. That's so Mayweather. I even though I was annoying, I'm like, ah, oh, this guy, I'm like, well, you know, the, guy, the guy's on top of his game. When he got closer to retirement, it's like a fighter that's about to go out. You really start appreciating certain things, and some things your coach is teaching you, and you'd be like, I learned that shit, I learned that shit. Like, what he did with Pacquiao with the foot fake, left, right, left, right, left, right. Pacquiao fall forward with his head. Hand fighting. I'm long and rangy. Got my reach is 
foot longer than Mayweather. I said, you got a strong, aggressive guy that's shorter than me, and he fall forward, his head, his head is gonna stay down, man. I'm gonna circle out. You see me spot, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let him, I'm gonna use that aggressiveness against him. And yeah. Mayweather with Pacquiao, yeah, put his hands up, ineffective aggressiveness, shook his head, it was like, you swing, you're predictable. I see you punching. I see a little uh -huh. bit. I see a little bit of that Mayweather defensive technique in some of your videos, like that's how you slip your shoulder, like you know the whole like shoulder. It's really like the actors and things. The one fight I like to know, like to, like to watch, that Mayweather, James Tony, Bernard Hopkins, even some of um, other fighters today, George Ben. George Ben was the main one that used to use that shoulder roll and, and block. I, a lot of people think the shoulder roll is just doing this and standing in one spot. Yeah. Like you're reacting, yeah. you're changing levels and parrying instead of your hands and yeah. you're reacting to what's coming towards you. What do you think of that that stigma that they placed on Mayweather as far as him running from his opponent? Let me tell you something like this. And I tell Kevin, I don't personally agree with it, but I'm just let me get your thoughts on it. You gotta expect this type of stuff from casual fans. And I know fighters that have way more experience than me, and they talk like casual fans. Because at the end of the day, you can be a good fighter and have great athletic ability. Remember, your second, your corner is 65% of the fight. Yeah. We tell you what to do, he's your brain. Some guys don't have brains. So they say, oh, Floyd's a runner. I how the fuck, it's like me being in this room, you coming at me and war, 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 war. If you can't cut, how my coach says, if you can't cut the ring off, don't blame the fighter for using what God gave him legs. Blame the coach. Facts. That's the coach's thing. Cut him off. This and this and this. Triple G is as flat-footed as as George Foreman. Yeah. But <laughs> when he cuts, but he cuts the ring off. Yeah. Because you know, I, mean, I don't agree with his opponents, but yeah. you know, but he cuts the ring off the, no matter who it is, right? Yeah, yeah. So he relentless. How he how he gonna run? Half the, half of his career was being was being aggressive. And you see the beat down he did to Arturo Gotti. Yeah. Did he run? No, like. Boy. Yeah, no, he didn't run. Nah, hell no. Now, when people say running, they probably mean like a guy that uses excessive footwork and might move when he doesn't have to, but really, I like to use my legs. God called me a runner just because I'm putting hit your nose 25 times and bap, 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 and you can't touch me and you go to the body and I slip and parry that shit down and, and I want to fight that way? You gotta make me. You gotta make me go in the trenches and get on the rope and fight. Make it seem. It make it seems like they want to just stand there and take yeah. hits. Right. So, backyard, yeah. that's crazy. That's him. crazy. It's technique. I'm gonna bash. I'm gonna get my brain bashed in. For what? Start talking like Daffy Duck or Elmo. <laughs> yeah. And just because I can, I can dip and I can slip and pull back and, 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 and pivot myself out of there. So you expect me to see this guy, like, let's say we fought Carlos Baldwin, you expect a guy, Carlos Baldwin, big puncher, yeah. boom, and coming yeah. and seeing and seeing the punch coming, and I can yeah. get that shit out the way and move. Yeah. I'm gonna take it because you want to see blood and guts in the ring. Basically. You watch a Rocky one through six, and <laughs> you think that's what all the boxing is because they want. You know what they want to see? They want to see. Um, remember, I'm sorry. I'm but um, Margarita, um, Margarita trilogy. lost a fucking eye, almost lost an eye. Damn. And and cheated against Cole. You know what I'm saying? Like they want to see Margarita. That's Marquez, girl. right? Was it? Marquez, yeah. yeah. Marquez was slick though. I give Marquez credit, but but Margarito, I look at I look at Paul Williams versus Margarito, and I always tell anybody who's lanky and tall. Yeah. I said you oh, being boy. tall with no legs. Boy. He's on top for a half a second. Word. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. He got Word. shot down. Yeah, 
This might knock him out the ring. Yeah, no, he got he got, he got he got he got. I mean, um, he went up in weight and lost, but you know what? Yeah. He was undefeated at 147. Yeah, right. He was slim dude. He was too small to me, man. He was frail, like yeah. super frail. Margarito, when he fought Margarito, I showed people like this. When you a tall guy, like you a ranger guy, like me, I'm about six one and a half, like six two, mm -hmm. and I could probably be 165, 168, right? Yeah. And I don't have no legs. I got a big, stronger guy that's going to, the shorter guy, my time says, probably gonna have a little bit more mass if we're the same weight, right? Mm -hmm. And I can't move my legs. And I wanna fight his game on the inside 100% of the time. Even though I can, but I also have, I don't have the option of stepping up because I never was taught footwork and I don't have legs. It would be a punching bag. Margarito, I mean, no disrespect to him, and I respect any warrior that stepped in his pro, because I never went pro. And I don't know what it feel like. Yeah. But I can only talk about what I observed you know. and, and pros that I've sparred. Yeah. You know, and I say it like this, like, he didn't move. If he had good footwork, we'd have a better fight with Pacquiao. Because Pacquiao's going to hit you with angles and come in a straight line. You can't move. So he's going to boom, 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 all type of recklessly fall forward and make mistakes hit you still. Yeah. You know, you probably had a better fight with Cotto. But that's why I like the Paul Williams fight, because Paul Williams is like, I'm tall too, but I'm going to move on you and jab mm -hmm. your head off all day. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what. What's your thoughts on Errol Spence Jr.? Supposedly the next one up. Killer. Um, um, I, I, at 147, he's too. I'm not. No, he could make the weight. I'm gonna say he's too big for that weight, but he can make it. So hey, that's 147 pound of problems. I don't feel. I don't see nobody really beating him um, mm -hmm. at 147 because the talent pool is not there. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't see. I see Keith Thurman, and I'm a Keith Thurman fan. I'm a Keith Thurman fan. I'm a Keith Thurman fan. Yeah, I don't know but I need to call guy. it down the middle for what I say it as. Um, and I talked to. Um, I went to Wolf of Benitez, um, like it was like a fundraiser, right? It was yeah. home um, last year. And I asked myself, what was your response when you hit him in the body? He said, I wanted to finish him so bad, but he threw that legs. Okay. If Errol Spence, who is a better body puncher, starts going here on Keith Thurman, mm -hmm. we know that he's mashed potatoes here. Yeah. It's going, it's, it's going to be, he's going, he might put him down. And yeah. I think, um, they need to be a fighter that's technical at that weight that makes him test his legs. It's Terrence Crawford that can do it. That's who I like. Terrence like Crawford. Crawford. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, yeah I like him. Yeah, man. he's a great yeah. fighter. Yeah. 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 Nobody, he didn't fight anybody yet. Nobody wanted to fight him. At 140, he did. He fought a lot of guys at 140. Yeah, we, at this next weight, he need to get it on. Yeah, fast. Yeah, there's, 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 there's plenty of talent yeah. at, this, at this weight right now. Yeah. It's the best division in boxing right, right now. Right now? Really? From Between, I think, I think, yeah, yeah. like middleweight, 140 to 150. Yeah, that, that's the best talent in boxing. Wow. So that Absolutely. would cover what two divisions? 140, 147, and 154, three divisions. Three divisions. Yeah. Wow. Because wow. you got Jacobs, Thurman, yeah. 160, Andy J. You know, yeah. Crawford, yeah, yeah, Spence yeah. Jr. That he gonna come up and well, wait because that's where the point yeah. is at. You know, so he's a technician though, kid. Errol Spence, yeah. like he, as the fight goes on, it looked like he gets stronger. Like and when he hurt you, that nigga coming for the kill. Okay, he broke. Who he broke down? This last fight he had, man, he destroyed this guy, man. Lamont Peterson. Yeah, man. And I thought Peterson was gonna give a give him a wow. better fight. But you, but you know what? I Broke think, him down. I think Peterson <laughs> age. Um, see, I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna believe half some of these fighters' ages. I don't believe he's 33. I'm 30. I'm 30. I'm turning 31. I'm turning, thir I'm turning 31. I'm turning 31. I think Lamont Peterson's 37 years old. Bring it. Look it. I think he's 37. Bring it. And the reason he look old. Word. Now the problem, with, big, big. the problem with him is that he has the footwork, but 
Sometimes he is stationary, like Danny Garcia. Like he made Danny lose, and Danny was counterpunch every time he got set. Sometimes guys get set in a certain rhythm, yeah. and Spence is good at picking it up because he's so consistent. That's what makes him dangerous. He doesn't take crazy risks. It's just fundamental, yeah. fundamental. Yeah. Stick to the blueprint. Yeah. The blueprint change. Stick to the blueprint. Doesn't yeah. work. Now I want to see someone like a Irish Landy Laura at 154 test his legs. Laura, I mean, Laura will put the crowd to sleep. And I love Laura. I, mm -hmm. I love Laura as a fight. Mm -hmm. But um, Laura can, you know, I could rather watch Pink Rock. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, Laura, but Laura, I feel, nobody's, I don't know if he can move. Yeah. And nobody's ever tested his legs. We don't know, we don't know how good Errol Spence moves because half his opponents, like Chris Algieri, just walk forward and yeah. take him down and chop him down and try to, yeah. you know, he's like a, a like one of the, like what's the youngest Charlo brother? The guy just come forward and just bang, bang, bang and try to just take you out and knock you out. Like that's yeah. kind of like you know, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just mentioned him, but what's your thoughts on Danny Garcia? I'm not a Danny Garcia fan at all. Like, I don't, you know. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Queens flip. Nah, I mean, hey man, I done seen them in bar plays. They come deep <laughs> from Philly too. Yeah, he, he got boxed up though. though. Yeah, yeah that, he got boxed up. He got boxed up. He lost that last fight. This is what it is. He lost the fight with Lamont Peterson. He did. He lost that fight. I lost that fight. I turned the sound off. I said, Grand Generalship, no. Agility, no. Effective aggressiveness, no. I seen him miss four punch combinations. Wow. Uh, effective counters, no. Uh, I don't know how he won it. I would have gave the fight a draw at best. You know, and, and look, but Danny Garcia, he's a flat footed puncher. I mean, he's a, he's a turtle. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have a point where he's slow. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's a fact. I see he, that. He got a strong bite. Like, you know, a little snapping turtle, you know, she got a thousand pound force. You get bit one time, you down. Like, yeah. catch with that hook, you down. But, yeah. but when I knew, but I called the fight on Instagram. I said, you know, and people always try to talk shit to me, they always lose with boxing predictions. I said, Keith Thurman might be wild and reckless, but I said, He's going to use his footwork because Danny Garcia needs stationary set opponents. He has to be planted to hit. What did Keith Thurman do? Step in, in and out. Bing, 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 bing. Left, right, left, right, right, turn. Get back in. Bing, bing, bing. Sometimes wide and try to throw haymakers and throw Danny off. And you see times when Danny got hurt and he's like, no, what? Because Danny got a strong chin. Yeah. Danny chin is, mm. I don't see. I done seen Danny get hit and turn this way and turn like, like he's like a little mini Triple G chin-wise. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but um, I'm not gonna say he's, and I'm not gonna call him a cherry pick, that's disrespectful. Um, because he did beat, he did beat um, Matisse, he did beat Zeb <laughs> he did beat quality opponents. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna call a man a cherry picker. I'm not gonna yeah. because fighters don't pick a fight, promoters do. I'm not gonna call a cherry picker. Yeah. I'm gonna say that, because fighters fight. Hey, as a promoter, you know what you're making handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a promoter, you yeah, gotta yeah, say to yourself, yeah. all right, I got this boxer, yeah, right? Yeah. How long do I want to be milking him for cash? Exactly. It could be three fights, yeah. it could be 13 fights. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Because uh -huh. I know if I fight him against Ty, it's over, right? Yeah. Money's gone. But maybe, you know, if I fight him against still, the styles match up better. Yeah. Then I can put him against more, you know, like every every promoter knows who is fighting, believes his fighter can beat and can't beat. Yeah. Your perspective is 100% correct. The fans yeah. don't see that shit. Yeah. The fans just see. They go, why the fight didn't happen? Yeah. Why are yeah. you talking to him? He's like, like, he's at home like, yo, give me him. Relax. <laughs> Let me handle this. Yeah. Like, I respect you. I'm looking out for you. I got a couple you know. dudes lined up. You know? You say you need that, you need that new house, right? Wow. Yeah. Like, they, they the old boy started. Dirty. Yeah. Dirty. Hey, 
based on, it, it also too is based on age. One thing I learned too, people ask me, yo, why don't you go pro boxing? Yo, man, I'd rather be on the behind the scenes, man. Like, I'm about to be 31 years old. I need a story. I need I need to talk. Yeah. I need to, I, you know, they got to guarantee, because this is what it is. They treat you like fucking cattle. I'm not from being an amateur. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm standing, and, and this is just me, like, I'm a personal trainer. I, yeah. I didn't even, my, my, you know, um, my coach's father died and so forth. Yeah. That's something else I'm not going to, so yeah. I couldn't work my corner. Um, I got a personal trainer to work my home. Dude, I knew, I knew the gym more than him, so you know, he's yeah. like, I, I didn't need, you gotta bring your father's spots, yeah. whatever. And let me tell you something, first time I went there, and first off, when you go amateur, they make you save your sideburns. You got sideburns. So they make you shit, shave your shit right here in the ears. For what? Why? It's all bullshit etiquette, shave you get it. You're walking around with a, with a fucking peanut butter rapist face, you gotta shave your mustache <laughs> off. <laughs> and, 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 and like, shave your face off and all that shit. Clean yeah. cut. Yeah, I'm in there. And I'm about to get on a scale. You and your drawers. This USA boxing here is woman, man, old man, old man. He probably been fishing since shit. But um, like, but it's funny. So we step. So we step. <laughs> so we stand. So so so, so we stand. <laughs> yo, we, we standing out. So we standing in line. And this hard no. I was in the wrong fucking weight class. Cause you know. See, when you see 178, you think, oh, yeah, guys, I'm gonna grow 180. That's all good. Lose five pounds, you know, stop eating cheeseburgers, you know, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. These motherfuckers coming down from 201 to yeah. avoid fighting dudes that's coming down from 220 to fight at 201. I'm in the line. And then once you get in the ring, you could be back at like. That's what it is. Right? Yeah. right? Yeah. No, Amateur is different. That's yeah. why sometimes you dudes fight, you're like, yo, he looks so much bigger than him. <laughs> You already know he's not gonna win the fight. Yeah, yeah. But you can see, damn heavy. You can see it like at three rounds he's hitting him, yeah. and it's having no effect. And the gas tank is done. Uh, and it's funny because amateur is different because you gotta fight the same day. So I had to come back the next week. Oh, first week, my book was like, I gotta buy. Buy is like, you just the opponent show up or something like that, and you just get like a. It's not really a win. It's just mm -hmm. a buy. Mm -hmm. um, not a win or loss. So the next week you go, and I'm 173. 173, then I come in next week at 171. So I had to make wait two weeks in a row, and you gotta fight the same day. But you also gotta wait in your underwear in the hallway in the line. So I'm in a line, you see two lines. They're like 165, 178. You know, I'm in the upper weight class, 178 light heavyweight is a ghost division. Okay. So it was like you and six guys. Yeah. All the little bug weight fighters, that's terrible. like, all the little, little insect weight fighters, yeah. like, like 132, 141, 152. Oh, yeah. out the door. Everybody with Reebok shoes and Adidas, all that stuff. Yeah. Want to be the next Floyd Mayweather. All yeah. the guys out there. But guys like me, they're like 30 something years old, like light heavyweight, heavyweight. Heavyweight's even worse. Yeah, heavyweight is disgusting. Nobody, they just like, no. yo. Yeah. I, I need a hustle. Yo, yeah. Ain't nothing out there. The clips goes and gone. Yeah. 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 They raised the age to amateur boxing. Like now, I think it's like 39 you can go to Golden Gloves. Wow. They said George Fall was thinking about me. What? <laughs> oh, you he better sell uh, those grills, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Don King, because he's got those professional dudes, too. You know what's so sad about it? That's crazy. You know what's so sad about it? <laughs> this dude probably could still knock out some of these heavyweights. As a brawler like he was, because he still got that leg. He hit like a crash. That, so, that shit is so and, slow. And you could not knock him down. That, that shit is so slow, but, just, but if you get hit with it, Hell yeah. <laughs> you're right about that punch. I said, think about it. That shit is so can slow. You, but if you, you get hit with it, it you're done. I'm going to go like this. It ain't fast. Can you get killed by a train coming to the station at five miles per hour? Yeah, maybe. That's like his punch. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're slow and your, your head is just like Boom. this and you sleep. He lets you know how weak the heavyweight division oh. was, though, because he was exchanging with dude. He was like 50 exchanging with chick world champion. Yeah. Right? And her ass. I'm her talking ass. going 10, 11, 12 rounds. Yeah. His stamina is incredible. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, come on. Wait, you know, yeah. They pushed him out. They forced him out. Like, yeah, you're making George, sport stay home bad. and enjoy your money, man. Right. Yeah. Like, you stay home and enjoy You and the Georges. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, I said that's No, 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 no. No, but I'm saying uh, you write about promoting. I learned about promotion too. Even fighting amateur kickboxing. I learned about the like, Don King. Let They've me tell you something. Dude, since the 60s. Mike Tyson versus George Foreman, even though Mike Tyson has more technical ability and everything, it would from a promoter standpoint, that would make a promoter shit bricks because we don't know if Foreman gonna go past six rounds and just one right hand and, and put Tyson down and then make Tyson doubt himself. You know what I'm saying? Take a pass because Foreman ain't gonna be scared. And Foreman chin, and Foreman chin. I mean, you know, Tyson's gonna light him up. But the fact of the matter is that now he gonna clinch Tyson. He's bigger, stronger. This big juggernaut is clinch. He gonna throw a one, two, and clinch you or push you back. No, Foreman like to push you a little bit. Yeah, fact. And because he needs space, (laughs) and he cut you with one of them anvils, and now, and now you got like Tyson with no. And I'm not, you know, Tyson didn't have no, he had no footwork. But you know, he just came forward. The head movement, the head movement, yeah, what was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, the head yeah. Movement, the head movement masked the flat feet. So with Tyson uh, not stepping backwards and Foreman coming forward, it would be, if it went to decision, I mean, I'll have Tyson. Yeah. But the fight would be too dangerous because Foreman- He's definitely Foreman, the quicker. The biggest thing about Tyson, you know, and this is almost blasphemous what? to say it. Because he's a, because Tyson, we have boosted him up so much as an icon now. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing about Mike is, and he admitted, yeah. Mike Tyson can never be like even in my top five because he didn't like to get hit and you can't be a heavyweight That's true. and not take a punch. That's true. And Mike yeah. Mike never was about that life Mike as never, far as exchanging. Hey, Mike whole thing was I'm not trying to yeah. 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 from over the But when he was under pressure, he wigged out and did crazy things. Damn, you know Instead what? of staying right his composure and win the fight, you yeah. playing off ears, yeah. you, you, you bugging. Yeah. But see, the level of opponents. I want to respect for Mike yeah. behind, behind that, man. You're right, though. Because he won the Buster Douglas fight. We know that. They yeah, just but, him. but, but like you know, 13 count. If, if, yeah. he didn't, if he didn't flip yeah. out on, he was actually winning that Holyfield fight. If he didn't flip out and bite his ear, like he complained head. about yeah, his head. Yeah. Holyfield was lighting him up. He yeah. kept coming in with that head, and Mike was complaining about that. Yeah. Yeah, he's better body he's better at the time he was just mentally stronger over the field yeah, than Mike yeah. and a lot of and a lot of other things. He didn't yeah. care. Yeah. And he just don't care. And yeah. have I know he got too. CTE right now. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard. Nobody talks about it. It. Yeah, nobody talks about that, kid. And yeah. I was gonna ask you about that CTE. But stuff. he was like going back to what you were saying. Yeah. The warrior. That's why they loved Holyfield. Yeah. Cause he take him take it. Yeah. Well, see, he take a punch. Yeah. And see, yeah. that's, he had that's what, wars with like ready that's what people, that's that's what people want to see. That's, that's, the they wanna, yeah, facts, that's facts. what people want to see. They want to see the exchange. They want to see eyes get swollen. They want to, you know, the, the movement and, 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 and dipping and diving and, and the, the Floyd. They don't want to see that. Barbaric. So now, so now you got sports. You got sports casters. Uh, ESPN and Fox, everybody saying he running, he running, he running. I'm like, well, dude, am right, I right, going to stand there and take a hit? to the back. Facts, say it again. Word, he running to the back. I talk to fans, and I've even talked to some amateur fighters, regular fighters. There's this thing behind black fights, and this is me. Like, if I started a little earlier, and let's say I did have a successful career as a pro, and that's me at 81 inch reach and not that strong, right? Uh-huh. And I had to stop with my legs. 
they would say, you're a runner, you're scared, but if a guy like Lomachenko does the same thing and pity pats and spins and turns a guy, Talented. makes a guy miss, and makes a guy look yeah, stupid. Like oh my God, he's the Matrix. Mm-hmm. They say, oh my God, people say I'm a hater, but I'm not going to say my opinion. I said, oh my God, he's the Matrix, one loss. I said, uh, basic Mexican cracked the Matrix, Salido. That was Gamboa <laughs> leftovers. And I said, and then I said, okay, so if he the Matrix, who the, so what the hell was Pernod Whitaker doing from, from 84? Boy. Talk about Sweet Pea. Sweet Sweet so Shout out to Sweet Pea. Wow, exactly. definitely. Sweet Pea. James Tony, Matrix. Make stand in front of you. I like Camacho too, though. Yeah, Camacho was oh, a yeah, beast. He was sad. <laughs> Camacho was a beast. <laughs> he, had that, he had that money persona for Mayweather, though. Huh? Now Camacho used to come in the ring with that, with that, with the chains hey, on. Everybody yeah, has been something, yeah. you know. He was the goat. He was, he was, yeah. the, I don't have to go. But he was the goat. Maybe the Camacho. He learned from pops in the wars. His uncle in yeah. the wars. He's yeah. like, yo, I'm doing. If I can do this a different way, he just perfected yeah. the they game. They know what the young people yeah. doing. They doing, they doing, they doing it smarter because yeah. they wasn't like, oh, he put in his work early though. Yeah. His toughest fights was his first eight, nine years of his career. After that, he was picking his spots and making his money. But so what? Because everybody he cherry picked, yeah. And most and, of them and was champions. He get a bad He get a bad rap about that too. I see on all these shows, man. They saying, oh, he pickled, he want to fight. Like he said, some of them mandatory. Yeah. Lomachenko opponents are hand picked. Yeah. Bob Aram, you know, no disrespect, Bob Aram, but brilliant from Moody. He taught Don King the game. He taught Don King the game. So when you got somebody taught Don King, but people think about his business, right? Boxing is race baited. Boxing is race-based, oh, culture-based. Yeah. And it's, it's boxing, the reason why I like boxing more than kickboxing, kickboxing does not have the world appeal like boxing. It's soccer, then it's boxing. Yeah. Even yeah. Eastern Europeans got a style. I spot Eastern Europeans upright, big punch, don't like to go backwards, don't have no inside game. That's how I call the Kovalev fight. I said, when you go and you and you go hit a lot of these Eastern Europeans in the body, they're not trained that way, they headhunters. When I said Andre Ward, I said, if Andre Ward gets up, like, you can go on my Instagram. Italian too. Shout out to Andre Ward. Oh, yeah, shout out. That's a dream. I'm still surprised. Nice wow. He handled something like that twice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still surprised. Even yeah. though, you know, a lot of boxing guys, yeah. especially, you know, the brothers, yeah. they ain't like Sergey anyway. So yeah. then it was like a, a guard. They wanted him to win. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, I was surprised yeah. that he was able to keep sustain that type of attack. Yeah, yeah. Take the punches. Word. Once once he saw that, um, so they saw that he couldn't drop him like yeah. he wanted to, yeah. it was over. Yeah. That's his whole game, intimidation. Yeah. I killed somebody in the ring. Boy, yo, he boy proved so much to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody left anymore. Yeah. That's like him. Yeah. He was like when Sugar Ray for a Hagler. That yeah. fight to me was like when Sugar Ray for a Hagler because and, and best out of the best. They, they took the best. It was crazy. The the way. Yeah. He took his heart the first fight, yeah. obviously, because the second fight was it was done. Totally different. Yeah. Plus, he, yeah. plus, so he had a lot of things going on behind his camp. So he was thrown, but he took his heart after that first yeah. fight. Yeah. First fight. He didn't think he was gonna lose. Yeah. The first fight yeah. took his heart. You know why I say that? Yeah. That's yeah. I agree. The body. Let me tell you something about these guys. And I said it from the Chalemba fight. And you know, like. I put on Instagram and overlap. I, 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 I did a video on Instagram. Right. Guys don't guys don't like when I put some videos on Instagram. And I just broke down Sergey Kovalev before Isaac Chalemba. Man, you a and, student of the game. I noticed that. that with you. Yeah, you good with it. Thank you. Man. I uh-huh. appreciate it. And I finish it for it. So this um certain radio hosts, I'm not gonna say which way and all this stuff, but he decided, he knows some people that I know. I used to um, 
I used to work at Underarm Performance Center, so I had a little lot of I see you have a sponsorship from him or something, right? You was as a group fitness instructor. Like there was there was Underarm Performance Center on 26 and um and um 26 and 12th Avenue in the Starrett Lay Hot Bills. Nobody knows that because I was going to the public. I'm not gonna say why, but you know, keep it at that. Yeah. But um, you know, I met some people from there, and this radio host that I'm I guess started following me on um, Instagram because mm-hmm. he knows someone that I know and he knows a few other, you know, fighters and stuff like that I know. And he got mad because I said, Kovalev has poor hip engagement and has no inside game. Before Isaac Chalemba, he was off balance, and Andre Ward is going to exploit that because he's very uncomfortable inside. I said, Isaac Chalemba is not on level of Andre Ward. He's mm-hmm. uh, Roy Jones' uh, promotion company manages Isaac Chalemba mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the fight, I said, he took Kovalev 12 rounds. This is a guy that Kovalev was supposed to beat up and knock out and everything. In the early part of the fight, Isaac Chalemba was fading him and just, <clears throat> and then catching him, catching him when he's falling, and Kovalev is falling like this. I said, if you do that before, even if you knock down one with a good lucky punch, I say he's gonna get up mm-hmm. and he's gonna stick to the body. And Ward stuck to the body, yeah. and every time he got hit, boom. And people didn't know. Mm-hmm. I put on Instagram too, Andre Ward responded. Mm-hmm. And I said, people don't realize that Andre Ward had a knee injury in the first fight. Wow. Why do you think he you didn't move that? his legs? He was moving stiff. Nah, I didn't. Wow. Andre Ward didn't. was moving stiff. Hmm. Look at the first fight. Andre Ward's feet was wide sometimes. He was jabbing with his feet wide. He was masking that knee injury of that lead leg. Wow. I hmm. know when you look at a guy's movement, you can tell. I said, Andre Ward used to move in 168. He walks around 200. He's bigger than me. And I said, the second fight, verify what I say. He's going to pick up where he left off from. He's going to hurt his body even worse. Yeah. And he's going he to catch and shoot. Fight. And he's going to go right to the body. Ward was moving the second fight. Yeah. Kovlev does not like guys that can move. He got to be steady. He's just a puncher. I don't yeah. see him as a technician. Yeah. So when Ward yeah. got on him and took his body out, let me start faking logos. I said, his ass don't want to be there. Yeah. You go to the body, his gas tank, his gas tank is running down low from, from round five down. Yeah. And I said, his ass don't want to be there. He's 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 clinching too much. Yeah. He's every time he get in the body, he's faking low blows yeah. to try to get his yeah. breath. Yeah. He's throwing the breath. He's doing like this. First off, the cup is here. Yeah. Ward is when a ref says this, they say. No hitting below the cup. Mm-hmm. They twist to the band of the pants. Mm-hmm. He likes to pull his shorts up high. Yeah. So if I hit you here, yeah. that's still um, in the abdomen. It's yeah. a legal punch. He just legal. Just that he moved the, his. Uh, he wanted to do it so he can. So if he get hit here, he can complain. Yeah. yeah. It was a little, a little dirty trick. Yeah. Yeah. So when he got hit here, I said, "Oh boy!" I see them start showing. I seen that with Triple G. I saw a little thing with Danny Jacobs. We start going these little. I'm telling you, all these fights are not reasonable. They don't like fights, but don't headhunt these guys. Yeah. These guys will take it all day, come in and and, and take it all day. Yeah. They start hitting the body, start showing up and doing like this. And Kovalev don't like going backwards. Gotcha. So when Ward got him in a stoppage, I was at um catch a bar in Astoria. Mm-hmm. All these casual fans getting up. Oh my God, he hit him in the dick. Oh my gosh, this and this and this and this. Yeah. He cheated. I said, why didn't he dispute the time when he's sitting on the road? Cole yeah. left, sat on the road, didn't even dispute why he got, if he supposed he got a low blow, yeah. he didn't want to be there. Right. Ward got into his brain. He knew he couldn't beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that yeah. point, yeah. he's like, last fight was my best shot. Word this time right. he better than the last fight. Right. 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 Word, man. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on Triple G? I'm not a fan. I thought he um, won that first fight though. Which one? The, the last fight. It was controversial. I give it a draw. And it can go either way. You know why I say go either way? I'm not knocking Triple G. He beat Canelo, bro. He's a yeah. he's not. Yeah. He, he's not I wanted Canelo to win that fight too, man. And he was on PED according to Triple G. Wow. Yeah, because they, they just not. He's just blown, that, right? Triple G blown yeah. people up. Yeah. Yeah. Weight loss. How did right. it, how does that play? 
when a when a guy blows another guy up like that, that don't play yeah. well with with the with the other boxes, does it? Well, it's a promotion tool to big himself up. And one thing I'm saying, well, back to, I'm sorry, back to Triple G. Um, but I'm not gonna take anything from Triple G. Um, he's just a puncher. I mean, honestly, I don't see any skill. I don't see no technical skill at that level. Like, you know, and I'm not, you know, like I said, there's some things that I see him do, and I'm like, why don't anybody check that wide slow hook he likes to throw? Why don't anybody just make him tighter or move his head? You know, like, there's things that a coach, and I'm not knocking his coach, whatever, but because some guys may not pick it up, might have been taught that shit, but it just don't get to his brain. Um, I can't compare him to all-time great guys like a James Tony or a Roy Jones mm. or like that because them guys went up in weight. Mm. Your dominant weight class complaining about there's no competition. Take your ass out to one CK. Let's see how big that punch is there. Before Danny Jacobs, a real middleweight, a guy that they said had a glass chin, and I told people, no, he's gonna pull him board, the fight gonna be close, because because when you're fighting these little guys, like little Dave Lemieux. And then Jacobs won that fight. Yeah. I thought yeah. Jacobs won. Then Jacobs won, won that fight. fight. Yeah. I yeah. thought he had about now watch the yeah. Jacobs won that fight. Yeah. I like the yeah. The, the yeah, no question, of course. The, the knockdown was the knockdown was one point. Yeah, and I seen Triple G stepping backwards, catching counters, and Danny Jacobs after a while was just playing with him. Mm -hmm. And then I said one thing I said about with that fight is go to his body, and I said he should have kept going to his body. Every time Jacobs on his body, I seen it, I see him shot. You know, he blocked, but I seen it is making him uncomfortable. Yeah. And Jacobs made him go backwards. He's flat footed, he can't go backwards, and he has no mobility. I said, you gotta go force the action on a guy like that. Smother him on the inside, tag him on the outside, make him move so he'll never be set. Don't trade mid-range. That's how you gotta beat a guy like that. Mm. He don't move his fucking head. Mm -hmm. yeah. Canelo yeah. couldn't do it because Canelo got a weight management problem. Wow. It's not about it's not about he's on steroids. He's not on steroids, he's on clenbuterol. And I know from being in the fitness industry, guys that was, What is that? Clenbuterol is is um uh, is a drug to make you cut weight and also preserve um Muscle density and still, it's still banned substance. Yeah, it's a big lose weight and preserve muscle. Whatever it is, stamina. It's banned. Shit illegal. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's illegal. <laughs> and I'm not mad for Triple G being upset. I guess like, yo, I gotta bust my ass, cut weight, and you fucking yeah, take. But a he knows it's not a, a strength enhancer. But oh, he okay. playing. He like playing it. Because the fans yeah. are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. The fans yeah. are dumb. Right. He's on steroids. Right. He's not on steroids. So like Moke was saying, how do how do boxers take that? But other boxers try to, you know what I mean? It's a it can, it can whistle be, blow. It can be it can be um, a mental game Triple G's playing. Like so, anytime they do get the fight, it's always in the back of his head. He's gonna try to make another doubt himself. Because when now Margarito beat. Beat the bricks off Cotto with plastic Paris. Cotto still played it cool. Yeah. He still played it cool. All that brain yeah. And I go to his house, behind something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna beat me silly with cement gloves? Yeah, you showed my career. And talk shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah and have me eat it for what twelve months? When he messed up his eye, the second. Remember the fight after? Yeah, because he he dogged him the second fight because he couldn't he couldn't use cement. Yeah, that was nineteen seventies Panama. Whatever his name is. That's crazy. Some some old school. Yeah, man, that was crazy. And he was taking it. Yeah. And he probably thinking, man, this dude is way better than I thought. If we gonna question Canelo, we gonna let's question Triple G gloves. Yeah, you can question anybody. Look how tight his gloves look. That's part of the game. So what do you mean like, with that, like with the, the gun? So when you have a regular glove, right, there's a certain amount of padding on the inside. That's why Mayweather was getting so tight on my so guy. A lot of these big punches, so when you got these like big punches, so, yeah, so now you, now so you got that thick, thick cast in there, and then and this website, the gloves he got, I don't even see a goddamn website, so 
I want to see, test the pattern, how thick it is. When you put that cast in there, is the knuckle sticking straight up? Because mm. when um, I think I heard Bird, Andre mm. Bird talking about Triple G sparring guys and guys getting round black and blues. You're not supposed to get that. Oh, yeah. That right. means that, that's not what I'm saying, no guys gloves. are getting bruises. You're not supposed to get bruises in boxing gloves. Like, that's when you go in a street fight, you get bruises because it's knuckle. Right. Yeah. But guys are getting bruises, and I'm like, my daughter tried that shit before with the cheap Everlast gloves. Oh boy! And, and my and Mayweather's like, "What the fuck? Like this shit is this shit is as thin as this little film fucking microphone yeah, right here." Yeah, wow. And I said, "So change the gloves and see how you do." Gabe Rosado, man, for Gabe Rosado, Triple G. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gabe Rosado was bleeding like a damn hunted pig, man. He was like oh. bleeding all over his cut. And I'm like, Yo, "Why are these guys?" Word. I said, "Why these wow. guys getting cut?" I didn't like know that. that. Like tricks. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm not just speculating. I'm not, yeah, no, I'm no, not no, saying this no, fact. But this is, this is what came with the little tiny gloves. Yeah. And the guy's got big, big klepto rares, and he's got these little, I don't know what type of gloves those are. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's a puncher. He's going to have every advantage as possible. If I can hit this guy and make him feel pain, and I hit him with a kidney like this and turn it like that, and I can, um, and I can hit it right here and keep hitting it here. Nonsense. Or, 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 or be on some ET shit. You're lucky that his IQ is not on an extreme level like a Floyd Mayweather or Bernard Hawkins type guy mm -hmm. because when me, I'll start punching the leg, mm -hmm. I'll start numbing it, I'll punch the hip, yeah. you know, because if I know I got that little bit of pad in me, I'm like, yo, this is gonna hurt. Yeah. This is gonna hurt for a while. Even on the rope, just boom. Yeah. And now the guy, now the guy took got legs away. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So what did you think when um when Mayweather and, and Conor McGregor finally got together and put, being that it's mixing the two different worlds of MMA and technical boxing? Like, what did you think about that fight? Honestly, I thought it was genius because at the end of the day, you fight for money. If you gave me an opportunity right now, yo, Des, yo, um, go fight uh, Nate Diaz, talk shit to him, and fight him for for for, for five hundred thousand, and he gets and he gets one point two million dollars. Hell yeah, fuck you, Nate Diaz. Yeah, let's go fucking fight. You lefty. He went from four million to a hundred million off that, and Conor made probably between thirty million. No, he made a hundred million. He made a hundred. What? He made a hundred million. His highest payday from from UFC. That's what I was gonna say. He highest for a second fight. See the thing about brilliant thing about him fighting MMA is that see Floyd is a natural athlete, and this is me coming from boxing and to learning kickboxing, right? And this is and I'm not even on a level of these guys. I'm an amateur. I spot pros kick by and um, you know have the make guys and, and, and some pro boxing. Yeah. Not on the highest level, but pros. Yeah. So um, when you have an understanding of distance and ring generalship, you can pick up the tools like checking leg kicks and pop guy on one, two, fade him, shoot a jab the body, kick the back leg. Cause his brain, Floyd me with his brain's computer. Yeah. Who says the man ain't been training MMA for five years? He ain't know. That's what yeah. I said. Like the guy, you be in a gym with so many fighters. I mean, I mean, I, I, I shout out to Mendez Boxing, but I mean Mendez Boxing. Yeah. I sparred on Friday with MMA guys, because the boxers, I didn't get no boxers sparring. Guys, how you like, yo, let's do work out. Show me how to kick, or show me how to check that. That shit look cool. Like, yo, show me how to, show me how to, how to, how to do a triangle. Like, this, this, people cross training. Kickboxers coming to me all the time. I used to train in Astoria ITC. They said, yo, there's like, can't fucking hit me. Like, yo, teach me how you, how you, how you, how you carry like that. How you, you fly with, how, you, yeah. how you slide back and do that? Yeah. And then I show him, like, okay, cool, move this way, keep your head up, set up, push your elbow down, you know, uh, right shoulder <laughs> down, right shoulder up, chin down, tuck, keep your body bladed, you know, throw the kick check. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, there's little things I teach him. So, 
Nowadays, everybody cross-training. So when Mayweather McGregor uh, doing boxing, uh, that shit was epic. Now these fucking MMA cows can shut the fuck up. It's a different sport. Yeah. And now boxing cows are going be like, yo, it's a different game. Now Mayweather fight MMA and beat a guy like CM Punk. They don't probably make him fight CM Punk. So you think he's going to get in the octagon? No, he's going to beat up CM Punk. You, so he's going to get in the octagon? No, he, it's gotta be worth that money. The right that that money. Money. They're going to make CM Punk drain down the weight. They're going to say CM Yeah, it's going to be... They're going to... Look, I... Personally, though, yeah. I, you know, no offense, I think the um, McGregor-Floyd fight was uh, a sham. It but, was. Yeah. It was, it was exciting. I had everybody at my sister's house watching yeah. it. Yeah. My son, my little son was going crazy. <laughs> everybody was going crazy. <laughs> Man, and guy, I think Floyd did a great job this guy, in that situation. Yeah, like, yeah. He just know he how did. to make money This guy's highest payday yeah, yeah. in UFC was $4 million. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Immediately right? overnight to a hundred. Ninety-six million dollar jump. Thanks to Floyd. Yeah, thanks to Floyd. Facts. Facts. That, that was all Floyd. Yeah. And then the whole race bait and they were doing like Floyd's a yeah. master, I'm man. Not, I'm not gonna knock McGregor. Yeah. Floyd sitting there telling him. McGregor talking shit. shit. That whole, that whole, that whole, that whole time leading up to the fight, that. McGregor was talking that shit. Far. But if you wanna put money into it, if you wanna put money on it, you wanna put money on it, McGregor. I knew Floyd was gonna do it, but Floyd's a smaller man, and he did with a small man with more smarts is gonna do a taller, bigger man, get on his side, say he fight like a Mexican. He, he, he did what he needed to do, you know, he, he sparks me, he fighting for some big guys, so he knew what to do with McGregor. But McGregor, honestly, for what he is, yeah. he didn't do too bad. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, if it's not a boxer, it was legit. Yeah. It was, yeah. I'll say it was legit on a fact of the matter is that at the end of the day, McGregor's a way bigger man. Floyd wasn't gonna knock him out cold, but he beat the shit out But he just he's gonna beat him up. He's gonna beat him up. Any small man, like if you took me, right? If you took me and me being an amateur with no pro experience, and you put me there with, with, with uh, you know, um, let's say a Mike Garcia or Adrian Broner, and I outweigh this guy. Mm-hmm. Broner's probably not gonna knock me out, but with his experience and hand speed, it's gonna give me a very, very, very hard fight, and I'm gonna get hit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, even a guy 160 like Arizona Laura is like chasing a ghost. He's gonna, he's gonna make me think real hard and I'm gonna have to work as hard as I ever did in my life. Yeah. And my gas tank ain't gonna be like this because I'm not training like these guys. I don't have, you know, I don't have the experience. I'm not doing this shit since birth. Yeah. You know, so McGregor stamina was for MMA. Just like Floyd, if he fight MMA, He's in shape, but the feel is different. When you get kicked, I can only sell from kickboxing and fighting a guy fucking 6'6 and going that. When you get kicked with a hard leg kick or a body kick or something like that, or even when guys kicking your head, even raise you, that shit takes a lot of energy out of you. Like you get kicked, bow, and you're just like, oh shit. Like you feel, <laughs> you feel it in the fight, but you but your adrenaline is rushing. So you're like, yeah, yeah and like, okay, I take it. I got to feel it afterwards. Yeah. You're gonna feel after because when I sat down, I couldn't even put my fucking pants on until like 15 wow. like this. So when Mayweather taking leg kicks, we don't we don't know. But fighting a CM Punk, oh he gonna wash up CM Punk. Really? He's gonna beat him with straight boxing, he's gonna move around the race, he's gonna fade him. CM Punk's gonna try to do a bullshit takedown. He's gonna hand fight him. Yeah, because he's a because he's a he's a wrestler anyway. He's a grappler yeah. anyway. So yeah. we're gonna notice if, if Floyd throw a kick, I'm gonna start crying. Because if he beats beat CM Punk via submission, <laughs> all the MMA fans, that's bullshit. He can't fight. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. He'll yeah. he'll 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 box him 
but, but yeah. he ain't gonna choke him out or nothing like that. I agree. I That's agree. gonna be very interesting, man, to see. That's a little small probability. Forty years old, forty years old, You never know. He get him down that ground and just straight hood on him, just like yo, tap out. Do it. Wrestling is a cousin of boxing because back in the day, guys like Jack Johnson used to train wrestling. There's yeah. a lot of shit similar. So, yeah, him Jack picking up, Johnson. yeah, Whoa. like all the little tingling arms and standing grecos from wrestling. So, when you control the guy's head and putting, like, well, I was a smart MMA guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a coach, he always, he always liked me sparring guys. I got decent boxing, right? So, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, spar my guy and I can kick. So he's like, okay, work on takedowns with him. And he tried to do takedown on me and I just sprawl. I got taken down twice and, you know, back and forth. And there was a few other times where I knew how to hand fight and use my forearms to spin the guy and control his head and take his arms out. So Floyd Mayweather being one of the masters of head control. See, people don't see things that he does. Like he'll he'll do a forearm crush and he'll spin you and then shift his weight and catch you here and then fire right hand. Like he'll, he knows how to control your head. So when he's a guy's shooting on you, if he knows wrestling, He'll know how to hand play and control you and, mm. and, and, and use his footwork to move you. So mm. you're gonna while you're trying to go take down and get back up, he's hitting your nose with that fast jab. Now gloves is like this big, they like this big. Mm-hmm. So now he's hitting you in the face with a jab. Pow, pow, pow. Now every time you get jab, you gotta reset, break your rhythm. Mm. Yep. So mm. he might he's not gonna take the guy down and kick the guy left from him. He's just gonna, gonna beat him. He's gonna beat him up. He's gonna outbox. You're gonna learn the day. Holly Holmes You're gonna learn the day. I know he's getting on her too, like Ronda Rousey, like oh, terrible. Oh my God, shit! I got clients with better. You know, every every company needs yeah. a face yeah. and somebody to put face the movement on. Yeah, yeah. And as long as you can keep the rules up, yeah. Why she not? Made, she Ronda, made you know, Ronda Rousey made a lot of MMA money. as bigger than boxing. Yeah. You know, she yeah. was she was huge. Yeah, I yeah. She was just, you know, she blew it up. It didn't yeah. have anything to do with. You know her skills as much as her personality and the way that everybody just took to her. Yeah. And then she was just they would have bums. They had a waxing bums, so that yeah, built the legend. Yeah, just like until yeah, she ran yeah. into. Yeah, who was Holly, Holly, Holly Holmes? Uh, no, before Holly Holmes. Before Holmes, her. She ran um, into the up uh, the um. Misha Tate. Yeah, yeah Misha Tate. But Misha Tate uh, <laughs> put the wounds on her. Misha Tate. See Misha Tate. I get. See, and then Holly Holmes put the wounds on Misha Tate. Right. Yeah, Misha Tate yeah. broke that the misbreaker the right there. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Ronda Rousey yeah. was lost. No, they, they were asking if Ronda Rousey uh-huh. was a bigger star than Serena Williams. Yo, after like three, three months of boxing. That's, that's that double standard. Yeah, of course. She made a shitload of money, yeah, though, man. She did. She's in movies. She made a shitload of money. I'll and I was like, after two ass whippers though, she was like, I'm good. She was like, after the first one, yeah. after the first one, she was she was contemplating suicide. I like the dish, but I do not like yeah. to take it. Yeah, because half her fights was set up. I'm right. telling you, those yeah. first fights. Yeah. Yeah. She was a cash cow. She could not. She can't fight a boxer, and that girl came in like this. I thought amateur girls like that. My mom. My mom. They just took the whole head off after the first fight. They the white said he told after the first fight, they're tired. Wow. Yeah. After the first loss, he was like, "Just stop. You got, got your money. money. You got your money. Chill wow. out." But the New Year's a pride. I'm actually gonna come back again because they were saying that she was gonna come, try to come back again. Nah, yeah. No, she came the second time, man. The second time. I'm talking about the third time, third time. Yeah. when yeah. she said it's over. Yeah. They were saying months later, maybe 
No. You know, Rousey will come back. But I thought she made the right move because you know she had papers stacked she, anyway. She, she made all that money she made. She, she got she's that. better off in the WWE because I heard she got a big contract from that too. And she got a huge so, following. Yeah. She had yeah. that little rigging doll had her face became fight with Lomachenko. And, I, and that fight was disappointing me. I'm a rigging doll fan. It's it's, not, it's a look rigging doll had coming to ring like Ronda Rousey had when she fought um, Matt Mead. It's like the promoters forcing their ass to be there. Wow. You don't want to be there. And I can tell. <laughs> the look she had, because she knew Amanda Nunez was aggressive. She had decent jujitsu, so she can keep it up. She can, she can defend on the ground pretty well. Mm-hmm. And her striking was a little better. Amanda Nunez doesn't have the best boxing. She just comes mm-hmm. straight like a freight trainer. Mm-hmm. But it's a good enough for Ronda Rousey. Because Ronda Rousey, see, when you put gag on, like, when I mean, you put, um, and I, I don't know if it's true or not. I've just been doing a lot of reading about it. But when you put um, gag orders on sparring partners for them not to talk about what happened in sparring even after the fight. That's and crazy. they can get fined up a couple million. You, you mean, a couple of same, million. Mm-hmm. Wow. And now you have gag because you can't say like, you know, like not getting punched in the face too much. See, one thing I learned about boxing, right? And I tell people, boxing teaches you patience. Like it teaches you composure. It's a matter of a game of inches, right? And, and boxing carries over to anything, even kickboxing, because I still measure you with the jab and I kick the front leg, I kick the inner leg, and I shoot it right to the body. Or I step out and fake this way and kick you like so. It's different. It, it's, it's a mind state. Mm-hmm. So when these casuals and these guys I always argue about, oh, hey, boxing just punching. I'm like, no, it's more than punching. There's a there's thinking in boxing. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. science. Yeah. There's movement angles. There's mm-hmm. there's there's different clinches. There's different things. So when she when she fought a man New Year's, I said. That coach that she's got, she ain't teaching the shit, and these sparring partners is not even going hard on her. Like, they, they not even, they not pushing her in sparring. Mm-hmm. And I said, when she fight a man, I said, man, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, done, fight over. I said, I said, can't they teach her to parry? Didn't teach her how to even put a hand up and, and move. She That's was crazy. running it, she was running in the left and right. Yeah. <laughs> This head, bomb, one piece, Word. chicken wing, <laughs> leg and a breast, straight wing style, it's a biscuit, bomb, Popeyes, I'm done. And her not going down, the ref was smart, because I think the ref knew it was like, yo, this girl can't go down again because it's bad for our image. Yes. Now, WWE? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yo. That's perfect. I hope Ronda Rousey made it. Yeah, she's a little She's a WWE Yeah. She's a WrestleMania. She's a WrestleMania. Yeah, you see it? She body slammed on Triple H. The owner. Yeah. Body slammed his ass on the table. Triple H came out of she slammed his ass. And then Stephanie McMahon pimp smacked her. Yeah. Because she body slammed Triple H. Yeah, she's already in it to win. I knew it was going to be crazy when she came on the WrestleMania before. Yeah. With the rock was yeah. there, and the rock when brought they, on the big battle. I said, hey, I said, here it go. The rock, I think this was like two, three years ago. The rock yeah. had it on there, mm-hmm. and she he brought out the crowd because Stephanie smacked him in the face or whatever. <laughs> so, just so happened that she's in the crowd, rock went and brought out the crowd. Yeah. I said, here we go with the bullshit. Oh, yeah. They do that with Brock Lesnar, though, and I, I like Brock Lesnar too as a, as, a, as a fighter. Yeah, they keep going back and forth with Brock Lesnar. Football, now he's playing. Yeah, but he was he was dirty. He came up dirty, so he got what a year banned from UFC, UFC, right? So he's back in WWE, but when he fought Lesnar though, and I was so happy that he beat Frank Mir. Um because see people didn't understand that the man's westling being division one is the same. He's explosive. I remember when he fucking hit. Oh yeah, he's quick. He hit crazy ones with the right hand. This is the first time I've ever seen somebody get hit. Roll backwards, tumble, boom, 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 bounce off the floor, and he just charge in like he's like Ronda Rousey in a way because 
one, these guys don't like getting Brock Lesnar's another guy don't like getting punched in the face in yeah. boxing. You, you can't you put him in boxing, you get frustrated because these guys, these wrestlers, I just grapple with they're not used to taking punches. Yeah, yeah. So Ronda Rousey is one dimensional. I mean, she's probably as a legend. She's a one-trick pony. Yeah. Judo. If, if she can't, if she can't get you on the inside and take you and down, that's it. That's it. And she wow. can't defend the box. Both of those girls outboxed that ass. Wow. That was it. Popeyes, KFC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crown fry. Texas fry. Texas real fry. She got it. She got. She got double batted. You know what I'm saying? Extra crispy. Refried. You know the what? The one thing I didn't like about what they did with her as opposed to Serena was. They tried, they made her into a sex symbol. And when Serena Gosh. did, and when Serena, well, they tried to. They tried. When, when, yeah. when Serena was on her sexy, like they, they, they clowned her. You know, she looked like a man, she yeah. this and that and the third. But here's Ronda Rousey on Even the picture. Serena's a better body. Oh, fast. Oh, way better. But here's well, Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, like, they like the white black version of each other. Fast. To me. And yeah, Ronda Rousey's yeah. more boxy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, she don't have half the body. No, she ain't got no, no. titties. <laughs> but, but she got blonde hair. Yeah. She got blonde hair. And some people that does it. That's it. They like she's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> she's beautiful. Remember the, <laughs> the old tennis player Stephanie Graff? Yeah. She did a Playboy. She looked like a little boy. She did yeah. a Playboy Back. spread. Now she married to Andre Agassi. See? Fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years later, word. word. See how Fucking that worked? Crazy, yeah. man. Word, but just to switch gears, man, we're gonna wrap it up soon, man. Like, we're gonna get into a little bit of music and stuff like that, okay. man. Like, oh, oh. when you training and stuff like that, what's your, what's your choice of music, man? Like, you know. It's funny, like, yeah. training, like, honestly, yo, I like. I like 80s R&B. 80s oh, yeah? R&B? Oh, yeah? I like pop music. Like, I'll, I'll listen to that. To train it? Yeah, word. Yo, I'll put on some Anita Baker. Whoa. I rock with Anita Baker. But I ain't rocking with Anita Baker punching the punching bag. Yeah, yeah that's all right. I know. Yeah, that's your thing. Or I'll, put, or I'll put on some... Um, Whatever helped you focus, no, man. With all your I just want to burn up. Just relax. Yeah. And that's it. Or, or um, it, it, 90s rap, or I'll put an old school Funkmaster Flex mix Whoa. from 93, 94. Oh, wow. man. So I, it depends. It depends on what it, what I'm thinking or how I'm feeling. Got like, it. if I'm, I might, um, shit, I might listen to Stephanie Mills. Wow. Go ahead, man. Wow. I might. I you might got old, you're an old soul, man. Yeah. 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 You are, you're an old soul. I might, I might put some Stephanie Mills yeah. in my ear and run. Who's your favorite rap artist? Come on, right now, live it. Like you current or all time? Just all time. Period. Oh man, it's too many. Uh, oh, Nate, you can name a five. Your top five. But you're in your 30s, right? Yeah, you're no, yeah, I'm 30. I'm 30. 30. Yeah, so he's in between. Yeah. So he's not quite out of touch. Like Stephanie yeah. Mills within range because you could have had a. Brother, uh, uh, yeah, a parent, somebody, yeah. you know. Those are good, those are good. <laughs> he's not in between. I'm 180, so yeah. I, can, yeah. I can still, right. yeah. 80s, so like, um, let's see, I like, I'm a Nas fan. Your top five. Nas, um, pre-
pre-2004. I'm going to give him that. Pre-2004. I'm going to agree with you on that because I ain't a fan of the other albums after the Black Album. He starts talking about artwork and shit like that. He's not a big Jay-Z guy. Not after the Black Album. I like Jay-Z when he was actually... I don't like the Jay-Z. Okay, he's uplifting people. I said, no. He's making... This 444 is messages for dumb people. That's what it is. You should stop being a savage and save your money. Wow. Like, like, you're fucking sure. If I could spend ninety thousand at the club, yeah, yeah. yeah. drinks, yeah. I'd say I have some money. Yeah. 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 And, that could be, and, and for him, that could be a business. But people like this, these people, like, he's trying to live. Well, he's not saying this. I said, Nas been saying the same thing. Forever. I said, most it, definitely same collect- thing. Wealth, collective wealth, community wealth, get yourself together, get your community Credit. together. Yeah. I mean, it's the same message we've been um, sending. Yeah. How many yeah. different ways can you send it? Yeah. So people get, get it some dope. He get credit for it. That's a fact. My number three as a lyricist. Um, Rocket. Oh, Rocket. Oh, shout out to the God. Nah, uh, Jay Rocket, shout out to the God MC. I like, um, MC, uh, lyricist. Um, hmm. Ain't many of those anymore. Nah, nah. Facts. So, Mickey, and I'm so trying, nursery rhymes. And I'm gonna I'm 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 combine errors like. That's cool. I'm gonna, I'm like, right now, I'm gonna say right now because he wasn't, he was around back then, but he was. Whatever, man. Um, I like my song music. Ooh, yeah, my, my song. song. My song? Yeah. Wow. Like my song. But your era, that was, the, that was the Lil Wayne era. Lil Wayne was considered the best lyricist of your era, right? Those 30, 35. Facts. Th- th- yeah. Yeah. From what I from what I remember. Nah, that's a fact. And yeah. then came Drake, popular, Rick Ross, Apple, and Teenagers. Yeah. yeah. But he was like eight, nine. It was all about weed. But see, my, yeah. me, me in high school. Yeah. Jada was better than all of them. Jada, Jada. I came with Jada and Fat. Yeah, Jada. So I'm like them, so. That's guys, these mumble rappers and, and, and East Coast yeah. yeah. Six nine and all these guys. Like I don't, I'm not part of that. Takashi Six Nine. I'm not. I don't get me started on him, man. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I got my views on him though. They're not negative. I got my views on him though. They're not negative. You surprise him to. You surprise him. Many people know me. It's very positive. Well, you need to watch that. You need to watch that saying like, oh, they do something like, it's their era because there was a lot of garbage music in the 90s too. Yeah, I, 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 I was, was Foo Snickens and all the people. I'm telling you that show was not true. Only, yeah, the one song they had, there was a little bit of fight for it though. Not true. That's it, not true. And the one with Shaq. The one with Shaq. Nah, that was Shaq. Shout out to Shaq. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? That's what was Shaq. We had to keep it friendly. The father of the rap was mystical. That was the Godfather of uh, Mumble Rap. Nah, he was the Godfather screaming rap. Yeah. Silver Shocker, we had a lot of garbage rappers in the 90s. No, Silver Shocker fits Mumble Rap perfectly. Like, now he's just the Godfather of <laughs> Stupid. He got knocked up again. Stupid. Same dumb shit. Right. Right. Let's be throwing their life away, man. So hold on, before we move on, Mo, give us your, your point of view on Takachi 6 now. I gotta hear this. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, you know where we let the time we're living in right now. Of yes. course, it might appear he's doing some clownish things yes. or whatever, but the, the, the <laughs> energy I get mm-hmm. from listening to his songs mm-hmm. is similar to the energy I got from listening to Onyx and M.O.P. Like, we don't have, rap is so laid back and cool now. Everybody cool. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of dudes. If you can ignore him with the rainbow hair and attack, you got a bunch of dudes in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. blooded up, mm-hmm. on the corners, mm-hmm. Cops in the video, girl shaking their ass in the video, mm-hmm. mad energy. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
after a while, I can, I can relate to the energy of his music. It's just that him being a front man, not being a traditional even race to be a lead man and rap, he's like the first yeah. Mexican to be doing this. Exactly. For real, whatever yeah. race he is, I'm thinking the Mexican is something else. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's but Mexican. more interesting than saying he a clown this and that, because I, I leave that to the younger folk. Right. But as far as being offended by his music, I leave mm -hmm. it to the old school hip hop heads like us. Now, yeah. let's break it down a little further. What's his backstory? How has he got all these dudes behind him, all these black dudes this behind what him? Saying. What's the backstory? Yeah. What, he, I'm yeah. listening to the interviews. He telling me he done performed in Africa, Australia, yeah. here, there. Yeah. There's a story to this dude. Yeah. He, he ain't, he's not soldier boy. Yeah. He ain't make a bing, bing, bing yeah, on the yeah, thing and yeah, it went yeah. crazy. Yeah. He really grinded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. It's an interesting story. I want to know how he became the head yeah. of this movement that is getting him 60 million, 70 million views on YouTube. And that features. when he posts a video on Instagram, it's getting two, three million views. And he's getting paid. Yeah, yeah. I ain't looking at it. And he told the Breakfast Club, yeah. this is going to be your most watched Three million in one day. That's crazy. He did on the yeah, breakfast that's club. That's crazy. So, so, so I mean, thanks, say thank you. Yeah, they trying to right, analyze right. him within the box of what we know to be genuine hip hop. Yeah. It's it's not there no more. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm listening to all the artists because I have a 12 year old son. I'm trying to hear it. It's just not that sound's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I like a boogie with a hoodie. Every once in a while he go into some. 90 sound and shit, and yeah. I get hyped, but then, yeah. then he goes back. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. the next two guys that rap just take me out the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But wow. the energy is just interesting. Honestly, it's funny. Because yeah. we're looking at him like you don't even know they're from Brooklyn. That's a fact. You're not even thinking like that, that. Yeah, until you see all the red and they in the streets and you seeing his Brooklyn. Yeah. It's just that him being Mexican, having the tattoos all his face, and then. We, we offer in the rap culture, we offer equated the rainbow and the multicolored hair with homosexuality and other yeah. things. But, have it's a joke a, again. but it's a new day yeah. now. Yeah. 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 He's actually using it to show inclusiveness. Wow. I mean, that's, to me, I don't give a fuck. No, I just need inclusiveness in my yeah. hip hop. I need banging shit. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, why is he so popular? Yeah. 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 And, then, and then, what do they have now? The advantage of social media, right? Yeah. Now he's Multiplies. telling all the people how fucking sorry he was when he was young. So he's an inspiration. Yeah. Bitches yeah. ain't like me. Niggas used to diss me. Yeah. I was nothing. My teeth fucked up. Face yeah. fucked up. Cardi yeah. can do the same thing. Yeah. It's the self-deprecation yeah. that is making these people famous now. The, the camera yeah. exposing them for who they really Stinky are. Stinky fingers is doing that shit. Yeah. And now you just now they don't even have the front anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You they, can just make money. They expose their flaws. Right. They expose their flaws and get paid for right. it. They took you're that right. Onyx, they took that onyx right. that, that sound to another level. Cause what I'm saying about this is like, I don't, you know, they, they from my hood. I don't know they I don't know their real backstory. I don't right. know That's what Charlemagne said. They yeah. sound like Frederick. This is this is yeah. this is entertainment people don't realize. Right. So when I say it like this, his thing is, okay, he the joker like character, but when you hear him, I was I was about to say Onyx too. I said Onyx had a song about sucking dick. I said, Black Vagina Finder, yeah, all that. Facts. They, they, so, when you people, like, when I hear people like my age or older talking about, oh, oh, I miss 90s rap. I said, We had Miss Luke. Back to Essa, <laughs> sucking dick. Um, Biggie, Biggie, Luke was Biggie all was, sex. Yes, Biggie, Biggie oh, was talking about fucking army chicks. Yeah. So, these guys are pushing the envelope less and being more entertaining. So, when I get 6'9, the shit, yo, I'm not, I'm not listening to music. 
to get messages. I should in be the in the same way bookstore. anymore. That's my point. I should be in a bookstore reading. Yeah, I should be reading. These guys don't read. Like so, everybody talking about four four four. If you if you really getting trying to get education from four four four, you're a fucking idiot. You know? <laughs> like your ass didn't been listening to Henry Clark. You haven't been listening. Nobody to grown shit should be getting educated for something that you should already so know. know. Yeah, save yeah. your money. Don't you know? And a lot of us. Four 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 ain't gonna do nothing for yeah, us. <laughs> we in the we in the rat race that's for the rest of our lives, bro. He's trying to make a dollar out of fifty. I missed the million dollar rap there from the nineties. They don't miss me. Murder. So four 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 can only help me so much. Make me want to throw the damn tape against the fucking wall. You want no truth? <laughs> Troy, yeah, the same thing. Like I like Troy, I like I like Troy music, you know. And people, and I don't fans, listen too you know, much to the Troy. He's not whack. His first, his debut. Yeah, he's not. He's not whack. He brought New York back. He's not. He's not whack. But I just. Hmm? He's, I he's not spectacular. Yeah, no. That court case fucked him up because the thing about it is that put his flame out. That's because what happens is. now is now you have the reputation of being informant. So now you're playing. You're playing the street. And I'm not. I'm not a street dude. But I'm saying it like this. When you play. When you play. When you play. I'm saying this. When you playing in the street. You have to deal with the repercussions and all the prerequisites of being in the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if me and you, and you know, it's all four, and we go to the bank, and we go rob the bank, and when you say like, yo, you down, I'm the getaway driver, this and this and this. You made that If I get bad, I can't say nothing. Yeah. I've got to take my punishment like a man, but, and but, like this. Look, but, 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 the, but, the dudes that no hip hop that taught dudes are a lot of lessons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Troy Ave was not gonna be shy yeah. of 20 years ago. Yeah. Hip hop no, teach no. you lessons, yeah. B. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I'm, I'm, gonna ch- I'm, take, I'm not taking L's for nobody. Yeah. Not even myself. But, but he's, I respect that. But he's eating off of it though. He's eating off of uh, uh, Whip White again. All this, I'm trapping, I'm doing this. I'm a, uh, you know, I'm in the streets. It's entertainment, it's, right? See, but see, the thing about it is, you're eating, you're, 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 you're claiming the street life, you're eating from it, that's but then rap. you don't want to take the repercussions of, of, of that lifestyle that's that you music. That's a so you know they show, Google they show, from they show, Gangstar Pops was a judge? Like, I don't no, know I that. Agree. I, I, I didn't know that. Google from Gangstar. Oh, yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. reason why they get in these positions, yeah, a lot of these rappers. Why? Because they know people who are executives and and high-level people, yeah. people in their family, yeah, who can say, oh, you're so cute. You yeah. gonna make him the next gangster rapper? Right. All you need to do is break up your friends in the projects with you for legitimacy. Is it being single mother a correction officer? Yeah, that I didn't know either. I thought he was. Is it being single mother a correction officer? Oh, that's that possible. Know. I didn't know it's that. Possible. It's I think he says Ray maybe. Ross was a correction officer. Yeah, it's possible. Oh, I'm not saying Google Pop was a judge though. I'm not saying Google Pop was a judge in Boston. Never knew that. That I didn't know. Ross was smart. You know what I like about Rick Ross with that correction officer thing. He mm-hmm. bounced off, he played off, he said, see, the thing is, you can play off two ways. You can be like, yeah, I did that, you know, and I was still messing with dudes in the street. Ain't you nobody know that. Ain't so nobody know play, that he shit. He can play though. with it. He can flip it. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody know that until 50 brought that out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And nobody yeah. know he, he was a CO yeah. before that until 50 came out. hating him for a minute. Like, yo, this faggot ass. But then when I really started listening to the fucking bro. 50 a genius. Be like, yo, Ross, this, like he's just a good, he's just a good rapper, man. He wanted to, he wanted to switch. Who don't want to do that over being a CEO? Like, yeah. the yeah. true tough guy. Whatever. Whatever. The true mm-hmm. tough guy. Everybody has a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's a bully. true fucking tough guy. If I, if I, if I took all these rappers and I said, and an R&B artist, and I said, put them in a fucking ring and make them fight. 
I'm taking Gilly the Kid, I'm taking 50 Cent, and I'm taking, <laughs> and maybe the gang, if, if the game, if you, you don't got stamina problems. Yeah, game thugged out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say 50, because I seen this dude in Green Acres. Yeah, and I was like, I said, but I'm saying, yeah, he was, he's going to throw his hand. But I'm just saying, like, his, his, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this dude by himself in Green Acres. I've mean, seen, I've seen, him, I've seen him up close, too. No, man. I've seen Nobody him footage. On him. I've seen footage of what uh, what he capable of doing too. So, Word you know, Facts. he will punch your head off. Facts. Word, man. So what's next for Desmond Ware, man? Like, what can people look out for for you? Like, you know, some way to promote what you do. Like, what's next for you? Well, I want to do some um, some some outdoor boxing classes around like Chelsea Pier, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and really just promote myself as a specialist. Like, I'm trying to promote myself as a specialist mm-hmm. in, in the fitness industry. Um, as it comes to boxing training, just fight training in general. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I'm starting seeing, and like my whole Instagram is about like being a specialist. Because a lot of times, the boxing world does not respect the fitness world when it comes to like personal trainers. Mm-hmm. A lot of boxing coaches just feel like, yo, you're trying to take our spot. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know what you're fucking doing. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a joke. Go on Instagram right now. How many guys playing patty cake? Oh, well, Floyd Mayweather Senior did it on 24/7, so I'm gonna do it. Got a fucking Victoria's Secret model standing up doing like this. And- <laughs> but you know what that brings me back to? Yeah. You talking about um, Kovalev. Mm-hmm. He had when he beat Hopkins, when he won all those first fights, yeah. he had a train, a per he had the he had John Jackson. Yeah. But then he had a guy named Quan Paxson. For, for strength and conditioning. Called Coach Q. Yeah. Really? For strength and conditioning. That's it. Ooh. They had a little friction there. Mm-hmm. After for the, for all his fights with Ward, mm-hmm. he was not a part of that. Mm. Overlevel was at a, another level. They used to go up in the um, mountains and run for higher bases for um, better VO2. Yeah, but what's the place yeah. called where all the boxers go and uh, run in the mountains? Big Bear. Big Bear. He used to go yeah. up to Big Bear uh-huh. and Juan Paxson, he would do from out in Cali. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, out in that area. Whatever. Yeah. And work him out, had him at a whole nother level. VO2 was up But yeah. it was friction okay. between, the, I guess, the trainer and the. You know, not, I mean, he was, you know, John Jackson brought him in, but with his camp and how it conflicted with the training and yeah. the conditioning, yeah. it wasn't an agreement there. Yeah. Yeah. And crazy. I think that hurt him mm. in his next fights. So I'm not saying he would be bored, but yeah. you could see a difference in his stamina, The stamina and the strength would be a little bit better. Because right? that's all, like, because as a personal trainer, that's all he count, that's all he concentrated on was his stamina. Stamina and, and with me, even me, and I, it's a lot of core work. Like you know? I was, um, I think I hit a fight a long time ago. Um, I hit up Peter Quill on Instagram. I was trying to because um he was tra- he was training at one of the facilities um I trained people at. Mm-hmm. And one thing I saw with the Danny Jacobs fight, I kind of you know not not bad enough anybody, but I kind of predicted if he doesn't fix his hip mobility, That's he's going to get caught. He's going to get caught on the rope standing straight up. And I told the strength conditioning coach that was working with him at the time, and I said, well. You, you, you gotta work on the hitting ability, but there's some things that I understand boxing coaches and personal trainers can't cross over with me, <laughs> sparring guys and having a little bit more knowledge of boxing than a lot of majority of personal trainers I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but then having a better understanding of anatomy than a lot of boxing coaches who are still have a 1930s mindset, makes this guy run 26 miles till his legs are done, and his fucking nervous system is shot, and he can't, he's, mm-hmm. and he's useless, up, and, and he can't move. Mm-hmm. He's just, he just overtrained. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't understand about shoulder stability and other things like that and mm-hmm. the posture and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and foot placement. So, you know, I said, okay, when he when he gets caught like this, sometimes his feet are too wide. Mm-hmm. Now, with the foot placement and everything and how you move the feet, that's the boxing coach's job. No question. 
the tight hips and tight lower back. His psoas is tight, so his, so his hamstrings are always short, and that's why he stands up like this. When he fought Danny Jacobs, his feet were super wide apart, and he couldn't. You can't punch with your hips like this and standing straight up like this. So what Danny Jacobs said, he he, he went wild on him, and he caught him, and and he has problems with with, with, with hip mobility. So. You know, that's what my main goal is, to be that cross bridge between the fight world and the fitness world. So with me, you see the guy that I'm training right now, that's a personal trainer I'm training. Mm. I'm, I'm having personal trainers wow. slowly coming to me wow. and doing this. And I'm showing these people like, there's a difference between being in regular shape and being in fight shape. And each type of shape you're in has a different feel. Like, regular fitness shape, yeah, I can go right, right now. I'm not in fight shape right now. I can go outside right now and run four miles. Wow. Mm. Okay, cool, that's cool, but Will I be tired in five rounds of sparring? Absolutely. Because yeah, I'm not training to fight right now. Exactly. So I'm showing them like, look, you can't play boxing. All this shit that they're doing on patty cake is disrespecting 150 wow. years, 200 years of boxing, all this. Bad, 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 bad. Yeah. And the guy fucking, and these are some former fighters doing stupid shit. Yeah. And, and, and then, bad, 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 And then stand and walk away and look at the camera. Wow. I'm like, you ain't doing shit. I said, when is that somebody bring their head to your fist? I said, I'm not going to say the, uh, the client I trained on Instagram her age, but if she had the heart to be a fighter, she probably would give a lot of these female fighters hell because they saw them can't fucking move. I'm like, she's fucking north of 50 years old and got better footwork than some fighters up sparring. Wow. Because the thing about it is we, I, I want to bring fundamentals back to finish. I went to a, a boxing workshop um, at, um, I'm not going to name job again, yeah. but um, I went to a boxing workshop for personal trainers. Okay. Um, this dude is a dinosaur in the fitness industry. He's mm -hmm. been around probably since dudes, chicks is wearing spandex and leotards, mm -hmm. you know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I saw something. He had everybody starting off with fucking South, like Southpaw. I'm like, why you got to start with fucking right jab? Like, what the fuck is he doing? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm always taught by my coach who's second generation is feet first. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm trying to bring boxing training and show that it can, it can apply to every single sport around the board. I trained a tennis player using boxing fundamentals. Mm. Mm. Parents came to me and said, oh, my son, in any of them, my son, he, you know, he has a hard time moving his, moving his hips and this and this. And sometimes it's not just doing corrective exercise. Sometimes it's neurological. I did with this dude, took his lead foot, because tennis, you got to switch lead feet sometimes. But I came with his lead foot, had him switch. And when he backpedaled back, Took my elbow, I put it in his fucking collarbone, I pulled his head down, and I said, stand up. Now I'm gonna push your hips, you're gonna pop your hips and back pedal, stand the balls on feet. He said, boom! Kid went on seven, seven bout winning streak. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Even fighters, so with me, I need to, and that's why I saw fighters. Like, shit, I got, I got broken, I'm not perfect, I got fucking broken ribs, I got missing cartilage, you know what I'm saying? I got injuries, I got different things like that, but I'm showing as a per personal trainer, with one fucking fight, in boxing, and one in kickboxing, never had a fucking win, um, for whatever reason, um, that I can still get in there with pure knowledge and still make a professional fighter make mistakes in sparring, MMA, boxing, or kickboxing. You know, and that's what um, you know, that, that's that's what I'm trying to bring to the people. Show people like, bring a standard to the in the fitness industry when it comes to boxing. Put the bar from down here underneath the shoe all the way up to here. I'm trying to set that ball right here because boxing deserves respect, man. People putting their fucking life on the line so you don't be in the gym playing patty cake. Yeah. And now people mm -hmm. come to me and be like, oh, I go to Rumble, I go to Rumble, or I go to this place and I do this. Yeah. There ain't no fucking boxing. Your bag got smiley faces on it. Like, you got water bags. Yeah. Is your, if you're getting your fucking ass kicked, is that is that personal trainer or that muscle head with his shirt off gonna teach you how to like parry a punch or move or, or how to, you know, um, 
you, you know, how to pin a person arms in your body. Mm-hmm. You might tell a chick, you know, like tell, tell women all the time, I said, you might be in a situation, me teaching you how to hand fight and move your damn feet, I might get you a situation keeping you getting raped and you know how to fight on this side and move and shift and yeah. you, you might fend the attacker off. Cool. So, so how can people get in touch with you? To, um, um, you can out. check me out on uh, TWBM um, on Instagram, Team Warehouse Body Mechanics, or you can check me out on Team, Team Warehouse Body Mechanics on YouTube. Team so, Warehouse. Team Warehouse Body Mechanics on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, okay. As well as uh, Instagram, Picture the Running Man, Turning Gears. I make people turn gears mentally and physically. That's what's up. So. That's what's up, man. You might see me in there one day. I might not be working my son, <laughs> man. Right. My son a great athlete, but he needs more discipline. He's a great athlete. Right. He's on his way. Yeah, but, I, but, but the thing is, the type of sports he plays, baseball, football, basketball, mm-hmm. there's a discipline in those sports that doesn't come right away, though. Yeah. It's, every, not, every sport, it's yeah. not the same as Bach. When he took karate, that's what I mean, ain't like it. Yeah. He's a <laughs> disciplined yeah. person, yeah, you know, he's out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, something like that will probably be good. It gets your weight, it yeah. gets your conditioning good. Right. And then it also teach you about some hand combat, because you cool. need that out here these yeah. days. Yeah. You know, because fighting's different now. Yeah. You think you just gonna throw a head up with a kid. Nah, they jumping. Yeah. Ah, he yeah. put you in some things, yeah. learn. Yeah. They jumping now. Neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your neck. <laughs> That's Over a school fight, we didn't have to worry about getting our neck broken in school yeah, fights. Everybody, right. everybody knows something nowadays. Hold up, got to So it helped to know at least how to block, yeah. Yeah. move, right. move right. and get right. the hell facts, facts. Your legs, hold up. These dudes get you grappled up. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Like sprawl and underhook and all that. Yeah, hold up. But Des, man, it was a pleasure, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank, Thank you very much. much. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of knowledge about the sport. You surprised me. Yeah, I'm about to say. You surprised yeah, me, man, with your in-depth knowledge. knowledge of Word. Very knowledgeable. He told me it was going to be, I didn't know what to expect. Word. Word. But Word. we see a personal trainer and they just Word. think, because, you know, a lot of personal trainers are, I just I just want to, honestly, my deep passion me following what I do. I just want to take the superficiality out of fitness. This shit is like, it's like, people, you know, People are acting buffoons. People are cooning. People are selling their body. Yeah. Like it, it, it's it's not what it seems. Every every muscle head or juice head or you know a chick with her body done is a fitness expert now. Yeah, yeah. You know where's the specialist at? Where's the person that do? You know our people. I know people that do Pilates. I know people that do different things. Yeah. You know we need to bring the specialist back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not everybody with 150,000 followers on Instagram yeah. is a fitness expert. Happen when you have certifications. Yeah. Yeah. You know they yeah. have CPR. Yeah. You know like yeah. you know so I'm trying to bring. I'm trying to bring, I'm trying to not only change the fitness industry, but I'm trying to cross that bridge as a specialist. So when people right. come to me, they be like, I'm getting respect by certain coaches because if I go in my bag and I put my sparring gear on, mm-hmm. oh, that's gonna be good. He, he, sparred, he sparred two of my glove winners, 175, 178. Oh, he's good. He, he can box. Mm-hmm. But coaches ask me all the time, yo, why don't you go to gloves? I'm like, yo, gloves don't pay. Wow. Man. I need so, to make a living, but also need to like stay on track. No question. Mm-hmm. So give everybody that information again with how to find you. You can find me on Instagram at TWBM, Team Wales Body Mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first one you see, TWBM. Mm-hmm. And you can also find me at Team Wales Body Mechanics Incorporated on YouTube. Gotcha. That's right. So on that note, Stills the Great. Gamble Duke, Smoke yes, Gamble, sir. my homie. Yes, sir. Zai Flip. Yes, sir. Desmond West, signing off. Peace. Peace. Peace.